2: happy new year welcome to how to kill an Owl.
3: my name is marcus bronzy and i am producer bill and it's a brand new year happy new year bill happy new year bruv 2020
2: just like my vision
3: bro 2020, 2020. Eh? what, what Second... kind of vision have you got do you wear
2: glasses are you 2022 i don't wear no glasses no have you ever when did you last go to the opticians
3: uh when i had an issue with my eye
2: what happened to your eye
3: uh, I was playing football yeah. and we both kicked the ball and the ball got trapped between our feet and came up and stonked me in the face Yeah, and I couldn't see briefly out of one eye and I could see like black markers around it. Turns out, went to the doctor, turn, or the optician, sorry, looked inside. It turns out I had blood uh, What's that word beginning with H When you've got blood around your eye Or no, blood just bits a hem- in your eye
2: Hematoma like hem- haem- Is it hemorrhage? Hemorrhage That's the one Yeah.
3: i got blood Blood Like hemorrhages Just floating around my eye And the fact that I had a black line Yeah Was just blood in front of my vision You were seeing red Yeah Well no it was Claret Yeah Seeing black It was a very 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 worrying How period How uh, long did it take to clear up? Not long, but now they so oh, you'll see floaters in your eyes every now and then. But because my eyes got used to it, I don't see the floaters anymore. Oh, but cool! If, if 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 it's like a very nice blue day and I look I look in the sky, saying I'll see them floating around in there. But other than that, it's fine. Oh, fair
2: enough. My eyes are fine.
3: <laughs> so yeah, other, other than. That, other than that, my eyes are, are fine. Although one, there was one year I did get the opticians. By the time I'm like fifty or fifty odd, yeah. I might need I might need glasses. So
2: I oh, will have bionic eyes by then, Bill. Don't worry, man. Don't worry about that. I d- I, d- I have twenty twenty vision, but I've not been to the opt- opticians for ages. So until I go back, I'm sticking with twenty twenty vision, mate. Although
3: Elon Musk said that um, we might be able to download our brains at some point. So by the time I'm 50, I could download my brain, put it to someone else and I'll be just living forever. Whatever, Elon, man. Charlie
2: Brooker wrote that in Black Mirror. So Elon said it afterwards. That's what happened. So this is the best of the year episode and coming up over the next episode. Episode: We have got clips from Rick Edwards, Otis, Jimmy and Nigel, aka The Glassmates, giving us some alcoholic and tech knowledge. We've got So Solid Swiss and Funk Butcher, obviously regular presenter on the show. Dev talking about everything from condoms to SAS and The Magnificent jazzy jeff also james haskell we've got clips from our best bits of the year this is a summary of some of our finer points from the podcast things we have really stood out to us um so over the next few minutes we are going to be discussing those first things first though i want to talk about a few things throughout the year that i've really enjoyed and we've not had a chance to talk about on the show now during the summer bill i had a nice little getaway i happened to be in italy i'm not a big fan of some parts of italy right rome and venice do you know why bill Tell me Too many tourists Us We spoil it There's too many of us Hanging around In the way Especially Venice Like I've got to say Like Just It's such a beautiful Romantic place Too many Fucking People Bro
3: And um, I want to go there next year
2: I mean go there But I'd say go off season mate I'll just say, honestly, I know it's, I know it sounds like a really counterintuitive thing, but if you want to see the beauty, right, you may miss out on some sun, but do you want to be in a really hot, busy place where there's nowhere in the shade to stand?
3: I mean, if you're going to go there, go for the heat. You don't want to go, you're not exactly going to go to, I don't know, Miami in the winter, are you? Yeah, but Miami is just for partying, isn't it, and beach. I don't know, but, I trying to think of the heat, the hottest place, I don't know, Las Vegas. The sun. You wouldn't go to the sun.
2: And All right, Las Vegas. Las Vegas, you can go any time of year as well. It's oh, always popping in Vegas uh, well I, I'm yeah. trying to find a good example I'm not I'm not winning am I everywhere just do you know what it is it's just everywhere there's nowhere busier than, than than these places I think it I think Venice has more people that are tourists there than there are people that live there every day that's crazy it's like not in Hill Carnival love it yeah me two days three days or four days if you want to count the little vibes that go on beforehand and afterwards but every summer if it was like Notting Hill Carnival I I'd, oh, I'd hate it. Do you know what I mean? If you lived in Notting Hill or the surrounding areas, it would be hell. It feels like that. It feels like that over there. Anyway, um, I, was, uh, I was up in the, uh, <laughs> I was up towards uh, the countryside, the, t- the Tuscan parts of Italy, for a little bit of relaxation. Billy, somebody gifted us a trip to La spa and Thermé, which is their thermal pool. Uh, I'm going to tell you where it is situated. Specifically, it's set in Val d'Orcia Valley. Uh, the Alder Spa Resort offers 1000 metres squared of indoor and outdoor swimming pools. Now, including in these swimming pools, Billy, there are some thermal ones which have hot water in them, which is quite interesting being in there during a, on a hot day. Quite nice. But It's like freshwater thermal pools, which are meant to have like minerals in them, which heal you. Uh, As well as regular outdoor pools, which are nice and fresh that you can chill out in. Also got lovely grounds as well. So it's kind of like a luxury hotel where you can pull up, you know, give your keys to the porter, you pass up your car, check into the hotel if you are checking in. We didn't check in. We just went there for a day. Uh, And yeah, just literally just splashed around in the pools for a little while. Sat in some recliners. It's just like being up and out the way of everything in the countryside in Italy. Uh, Lovely bit of food as well. Had some seafood, some squid yeah, me. It was a yeah, it was a nice little vibe. Um it's the kind of place where you can order drinks that can be brought over to you. There's a bar you can chill at. Um they've also got their own um, spa facilities. Uh, I had a massage, which is very good. And there was also I can't remember what it's called. There's this like I think it's like a Roman bath or something like that you can go into and it's really warm and oh that's it. It's like a it's like a Red Sea kind of vibe. Adler. I'm saying it wrong on ice. Adler. There's this Red Sea kind of vibe. I think it's a red sea treatment that you have where you go into this really salty pool and it's I'm not very good at floating, but you just lie it on your back and you're just floating around.
3: Is it Pretty like nice? a lazy river kind of thing?
2: Kind of like that, but it, it was like really salty, the pool was, so that basically it meant that you were like, it was more dense, so you were more likely to float. To float, yeah, yeah. Yeah, don't drink it though. <laughs> no, gonna really drink it. Nice. Not going to very taste nice. Not going to taste very nice. Uh And yeah, it's kind of, it's all about being relaxed when you're there and feeling at home. So they've got like specialist doctors and therapists and beauticians if you want to get yourself looking and feeling great. Um They've got their own treatments, which, you know, are, are, are specific to Adler. And yeah man it's 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 really really a nice way to kind of de-stress yourself. So if you ever want to head up into a uh, Tuscany area, yeah, uh, we'll put a link to that in the uh in the description. Um for how to get there, I just that was one of the things that I really enjoyed this year. Didn't have a chance to talk about on the podcast, but yeah, I thought I'd share that with you. You get me. Uh, what else? We got we got our hands on another Lexus a little while back called the 450HF Sport. It is a fourth generation range of the Lexus RX SUV. Updated for 2020. It's looking a bit edgier and sharp and sexy. You know, which I like is for. They do look quite, spaceshipy in it quite spaceshippy like uh, loads of leg room as well for myself in the front and back like what i always do when i check out these cars is i hop in the front move the seat all the way back then hop in the back and see if that will actually spit if it fit me and a couple of mates in the back as well because a lot of cars have lots of leg room at the front none in the back you know what i mean pretty good
3: and uh, did it did it uh yeah. did it work was there space yeah
2: yeah it did yeah it was good it was fine nice, um nice, nice. yeah it was uh, it's a it's a hybrid Uh, it's not a plug-in hybrid, so basically it charges its own internal battery from the momentum of the vehicle. So when you're driving forward, it charges the battery. Uh, If you do do charge up the battery enough after a long enough drive, you can actually put it in EV mode, and it only uses the electric battery to charge the vehicle.
3: That's quite intelligent. I quite like that. It is. If you slap your foot down,
2: though, nah, you're going to rinse the petrol. But if you're cruising around town, and you're just doing little trips, and you're not heavy-footed, you can find yourself using a significantly smaller amount of energy, and the battery on it feels like it's getting bigger and bigger in these vehicles as well. So you know you can travel around for a day and cruise, and not you lose a use a quarter of a tank. Do you know what I mean?
3: It's very good. It's very good. I very mean, nice. A lot of people do do worry about those sorts of things, but because at the end it does cost money. So
2: yeah. Yeah. Uh, that is, that is it's quite good to know exactly exactly I mean they've sold 3 million of these so it's doing well this vehicle but they're just trying to push it to the next level and kind of make sure that it keeps evolving it looks good and it feels good and it can also have a sporty touch as well so this 450h sport you can actually throw into sports mode and it has got a little grunt to it can't lie does its thing but I also like the fact that it's kind of positioning itself as an eco-friendly vehicle as well which I think is really important moving forward um on the outside, the car looks cool. It looks nice. It looks edgy. It looks fresh. The rims that we had in it are great. We've got loads of pictures up on the website. Uh, and inside the vehicle, my thing before used to be navigating the displays inside Lexus because I felt like some of the vehicles that we tried in the past were a little bit too complex and not as intuitive. I feel like they've made it a bit more intuitive because has a trackpad in it that kind of rests underneath where your palm would if you were to kind of rest it slightly to the left of your leg or take it off the steering wheel for a second and use the armrest. And that trackpad you can use to kind of just quick select functions. You know, just press, pause, play, call. Do you know what I mean? And and it enables you to keep your eye on the road. And it also has a heads-up display, speaking of keeping your eyes on the road as well. So it's got like a little reflective piece of glass and it shines kind of some heads-up display so you can get information and keep your eyes on the road. Well, on the windscreen, yeah? Yep, on the windscreen.
3: I always thought that they kind of cool that if one day someone had... Google Maps type AR technology built into the windscreen you could just look at definitely. the screen to see where you're going you don't have to look at a phone or definitely a, a panel somewhere
2: yeah definitely and I think that's that's super important Like to just kind of keep your eyes up I think a lot a lot of the time people are th- looking at these big display electric vehicles and all there's all this information on the display and it's not all that that big display in the middle of your dashboard isn't for you to look at it more it's for you to look at it less do you know what I mean and just have that out of the way and focus on the road Yeah. so I think the key is to kind of Continue doing that. Um, It's four wheel drive. Um, Boy, it's good. (laughs) (laughs) It takes off. Uh, It's got all the drive modes from kind of eco mode, which is kind of what I leave it in. It kind of feels like a game for me when I am kind of like keeping the battery charged. I like to kind of be like, how many miles to the gallon can I get? I don't know why. Like, yeah, it becomes a thing. Um, It's fully Apple CarPlay ready now, which I really like. because I want to just plug in my Apple phone and crack on. Do you know what I mean? Um, and also you can use it as a Wi-Fi hotspot as well. You get complimentary three-month 24 gigabyte data plan, but I think I'd I'd like to have a card I can use as a hotspot as well. I think that's a nice thing to have for you, you and a fan when they're in the car, do you know what I mean? Uh, in terms of the sound system, yeah, man, it's a good vibe. It's got 200mm subs, 180mm woofers in the front doors, packs a punch, sounds good in the front and back. So, yeah, I like it. The reason I'm not talking about it as much as I could have is because we did a video for it too, didn't we, Bill? That we did. And I used SEG. Uh, some new kit to film it. I actually filmed it on my iPhone, uh, but I hooked it up to the MV88 tool for vloggers. Now we've been testing the MV88 Shure microphone for a while. We've big fans of it here. The original MV88 is a is a is a mic that just plugged into the bottom of your phone, and you just point it, press record with the Shure app, Motive app, and we have had fabulous results from it. What's something wherever you used it recently? I mean, in terms of a microphone, it's been great when we just need to quickly record, isn't it, Bill? Yeah, mobile, we used it we on
3: the, uh, if you if you check back on our website uh, and uh, and at the same time our YouTube, we used it on the Avengers interview with, with yes. the creative lead, Sean. And yes. if you listen to audio of that, that was recorded with an iPhone, with an MV88. Yes. That was amazing. Yes. The MV88 Plus yeah. is even better. Yes. But perfect for the vlogger. I mean, I've, I've seen it in use because I used it to record that um. Excuse me. I use, I use it to record the, the video for, with Sean. Yep. And uh, Marcus used the microphone to record the audio. Mm. And uh, it's very, very easy to use. If, if you're a vlogger, if you like, you like YouTube, you do your vlogging, it's, it, I would say if you're not willing to spend the money for like a DSLR or something like that, you could easily get start a uh, YouTube channel with Justice, MV8 Plus and your phone. People have said you could shoot YouTube videos with a phone. And
2: in the past, I've been like, eh. Now, I think with the widescreen mode that you're getting, it kind of gives you a vloggy fly- vibe anyway. And the quality that you can record with on iPhones and Pixels and Samsung S10 Plus and Note 10 Plus, all that, they, it's good enough now, isn't it, Bill? We're getting yeah, there. We're getting yeah, there. Definitely. Not all the zoom, but we're definitely getting there. But what we are lacking is the mic, right? And that's why i sure I've just stepped in here with this mv 8 Plus because what's great about it is it's got the clip, that you can connect the microphone to. Unlike the NV88, which we just used to stick on the bottom of a phone, this comes with like a harness and a clip, doesn't it? The NV88 Plus. So you can actually plug your phone or hook your phone up onto a tripod, which helps you stand it. And the tripod also has a clip where you can put on the microphone. And the microphone has also got left and right stereo recording too, if you want to get some soundscapes while you're moving around. And also you can use the sure there's a Motive video app, isn't there? Yes. As well, a Shaw video app you can use, which I think is really, really good because it's got presets, it's got displays to show you volume, you can monitor stuff as well with your AirPods. The only thing that I think Apple need to unlock, because I've noticed it's not available in any app, they can't access that widescreen lens using that app.
3: Oh, the, the, the yeah. video app. Yeah,
2: so you can't use a widescreen lens using the app, which is a little bit frustrating for me because I kind of want that widescreen lens in Motive. So as soon as you can make that happen, please make that sure in Apple. Uh, make, that, make that good. It also works with Android as well. Um, and it basically just... Gives you cleaner, clean, really clean sound easily. Now, in the w- bracket, you can set it up so that the microphone's facing away from you while you're holding your phone or towards you. I recorded it with the mic facing towards me, and I used it to review the Lexus car. So we've got a video to that. You can check out at isn't it, Bill? Definitely. 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 So cracker. check that out. Check that out. Another cool thing we got sent real quick was uh, we got sent Puma Sonic RS X3 Black Trainers. Thank you to the gang from Sonic. Uh, Team Sonic Racing. I believe that's a game that we are going to be playing a lot more in the new year, Bill.
4: Yeah, yeah, hundred yeah. percent
2: decent game. Uh, and to celebrate that, they sent us some uh, sick trainers and also a hoodie as well, which we'll put uh, the unboxing video. We did a what's in the box for that too, didn't we?
3: Yep, that's on the yeah. site.
2: So if you're a sneaker freak, check that out, man. Anyway, I think it's time we get into our best of the year, Bill, isn't it?
3: Let's crack them open. There's been some good moments throughout the year. Oh Jesus Christ! There's, we've had some good guests. We've had some been good ones. There's been some moves. great ones.
2: There's been some great ones. Now. I just want to kind of mix them up uh, a little bit. But there's a something that we spoke about and we were supposed to leave in 2018. And that is the question, do you sit down or stand up when you wipe your bottom? Now, in episode 316, we ask Rick Edwards that question. And
5: this is his answer. Yeah, and you just think, I mean, this is... Insane, of course I want to do this. Yeah. And, and it, was, I mean, it, was, it was, it was, it was insane. I think it was quite, Um, it was quite fun and sort of sobering. And absolutely, I think it's the only time I've, well, it was twice actually, I've nearly vomited on, on television. Once in the sewer where I just sort of uh, stood on a bit of, um, it's like the the crust. There's a kind of fatty crust on, in the sewer, and the guy's like, "Don't stand on that!" They're like, go on, and that just went through, and the and the fumes just sort of pour up. And I mean, I've never, my God, it, it kind of it puts like Porteluz at a festival to shame. Like, this is this is kicking up something like you would not believe. Um, so th- that was that was grim. The other time I knew obviously on telly was when, for some reason, someone liquidised a roast dinner and maybe drink it in front of Katy Perry. And uh, you sort of think liquidised roast dinner should be fine. I think that sounds black like a it's not good thing, no. No, absolutely vile. Like really like, hard to explain because that's just what's happening in my mouth, right? Yeah, I'm, I'm just slowly liquidising and then yeah. But oh. Jesus, I mean, it didn't help that Casey Perry was just sort of looking at me like, "Why is he doing that?" And I didn't have an answer, yeah. and I can't remember why I was. Um, was that closer to the T four days? Then, yeah, that was firmly in the <laughs> T <T4> four days. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you just find yourself doing some very weird shit. Yeah. Um, so from doing weird shit to stepping yeah, on it, big crusts yeah. of shit, I mean, you look a bit nauseous just mentioning that. Yeah, one, yeah, yeah. It was, um, it was, it, it was an eye opener and uh, and a, and a nose damager. <laughs> Um, a- absolutely vile, but also a genuinely big problem. Like, because when I first um started talking to people about it, um they were like, "Oh, which you so say you're doing that big, um Whitechapel fatberg, the one that got all of the the press?" And I was like, "No, I think actually it's another one. I think there's another one down down by the South Bank we're doing," and it was. And then you talk to the guys who are down the sewers trying to get rid of this stuff, and they're like. Oh yeah, I mean, there's fatbergs everywhere. Like, there's not like there's there's huge ones all over London in 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 pretty much every major city, uh, and we can't we can't, we can't we just can't get through them quickly enough. Like, I was with them for like the entire night, so they start about ten and finish at sort of four or five or something, and they are hacking away like. With like, just down there, just wearing some goggles. One guy got some in his eye. I was just like, "Oh, Mate, fuck. Wear your goggles." He was um, what?
2: He was down there with no, like no. Yeah, I facial. don't know. I
5: don't know why. I mean, he's he's an idiot, though, to be honest. But surely,
2: yeah. you you have to go and get a full set of yeah, yeah, like yeah, 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 yeah. broad spectrum antibiotics in your eye. Yeah, yeah. It. I mean,
5: they're they like you know they're washing it all out, and he's taking this. I mean, horrible fuck. business. But um, but they they're, they're they're just hacking away at this solid. Um, well, sort of fecal detritus, and uh, and they in that sort of six hours they got through about I think it was about three meters, and this thing's maybe like a kilometer long, and there's loads of them, and you just can't. <laughs> it's, it's grim. It's
2: really grim. So just 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 to clear this up, in case the listener isn't aware of, of where fat birds come from, like what what creates. Well, there is a few things. Well, what well, you know? What are a few of the things what that create the, is, the this disgusting m- fat. The load?
5: main thing is uh, is wet wipes actually. Mm. So wet wipes don't don't break down in the sewers, um, or some do, uh, but most don't. Um, and they uh, and they just sort of accumulate waste on them. So it's kind of fat and oil. Like cooking oil is a real problem as well. Um, like pouring. Like, if you've just done a bit of frying in your pan and then pouring that little bit of oil, that's not helping matters. And it all kind of slowly solidifies and then just blocks the sewer. Um, and they're huge. Like they, like I say, they can be, you know, the length of, like, five double-decker buses. Fuck. Big, big old units. And when... And they don't you, actually smell as bad. The, the actual fatbergs don't smell as bad as you think they're going to.
2: Because this is what I wanted to ask you, because, like... There's points when you there's the you, you take it and you break it down basically mm-hmm. on camera and you're going mm-hmm. through it. And there's points when you're like wearing all of the like, you know, the haz, hazmat yeah, suit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Looking but sick, mar- right? Bro, I can't lie. Yeah, Look, looking you. very, yeah, uh, breaking thank bad there. Very you. good. Uh, we're going to cook, bitch. Yeah. Uh, but, <laughs> like you're breaking up and you hold, there's like a picture of you like holding a piece of fat, I'm, I call it fat shit, fatberg. Yeah. And you're not, you've not got a mask on. And I'm like, has he just, has his nose just
5: stopped working because there's so much shit around you? Do you yeah. become desensitized? What is it? It's partly well. Firstly, I don't have a great sense of smell. That that made Man. me ideal for the Perfect job. Perfect for the yeah. job. Uh, and secondly, the the actual fatberg doesn't stink of shit. It's sort of got a weird. It's got a sickly, almost like sweet smell. It, it I, I couldn't place it. Like it doesn't smell like anything else I've ever smelled, and it doesn't. You know, it kind of. It also doesn't look like shit. It's, sort of, it's all it's all basically saponified. It's kind of slowly turning into a kind of rank soap. Um, so there's a business idea. <laughs> rank soap? Yeah. Anyone for, people for who can't Hey, Rico. Got an How's interesting in fragrance? Well, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I've actually quit all the presenting because yeah, I'm yeah. just marketing this rank soap. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> Here, do you want to try some? <laughs> yeah.
2: Um, so, yeah, you, uh, very big eye-opener. Um, I'm... I don't know. I was an advocate of wet wipes, and and once in a while, I'm, I may use one as a little absolutely,
5: treat. Absolutely fine to use a wet wipe. Just don't flush them. But just don't flush them. Just stick them in the bin, mm. and then you're all right. Do not flush them. I mean, I'd sort of. I was surprised that people were flushing them. To be honest, I just had always assumed that that wasn't really a, like straight into the. But then I did talk to a couple of people in a shopping centre, and they were going into some detail about how they, um, how they clean themselves up. They were definitely going straight down the toilet. (laughs) And I could sort of see why. Yeah. Because they're, you know, they're not just, they're doing the whole job with wet wipes, they're not just finishing off
2: oh wow so they're using is, a few which sheets which is real
5: they're using like five or six quite, sheets quite luxurious quite luxury isn't it yeah, yeah. were they uh, quite upper class people would you say were they? Uh... I would say weirdly no no okay um, but they, I mean one guy said he was going through sort of five packs of wet wipes a week <laughs> <laughs> I was like mate you know? you've got a problem <laughs> his ass must yeah. be squeaky and this Katie, stuff bro. is your fault yeah Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so he's he's the fat creator Yeah. well um, there's a question that that the producer Billy has told me not to ask in in the year two thousand and nineteen, and he's shaking his head. I can tell at the corner of my eyes. Oh, she no, he, he actually
5: looks quite excited. <laughs>
2: oh, he? he's quite excited. He oh, works, yeah,
5: there's a, yeah, there's a, there's something okay. in his eyes.
3: <laughs> I know what's about to come. So, like, <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: um, so we've asked uh, uh, throughout two thousand and eighteen. We mm. found out that there were two groups of people that didn't realise that they existed. In fact, it actually further divided into subsections and groups, which mm. we won't get stuck okay, into. Okay. And uh, one didn't know the other existed until I asked this question. Now, when you wipe your ass after you take a shit, mm. good shit, think of a good one here. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You've had a good lunch. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you stay seated while you wipe or do you stand up?
5: What the... <laughs> th- <laughs> do I stand up? Are you mad? <laughs> Are people doing that? Yeah, man. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> yep. But you can't. That doesn't make any... St- no, absolutely, I'm not having it, <laughs> because apart from anything else, when I'm when I'm sat, like if I, I've got my legs a little bit apart, so I've got access, mm-hmm. access to the anus, uh, and also it, like, everything's naturally just spreading out a bit, so my access is nice and clean, I'm in there, as you can see, I'm doing it now, so I'm like, uh, <laughs> and then, and then I'm right down the gooch, <laughs> and, then, and, then, and then straight down, but I'm standing up. Like my cheeks are getting in the way. <laughs> like I'm having to like what manually part? Yeah. Fuck off! <laughs> not having it. Not having it at all. I I'm, ma- I'm not. I'm not doing it. No, no.
2: I'm glad that you mimed it as you did it because yeah. you kind of showed us the subsection as well. So you go for the for the front. You you went down. Yeah, the Yeah, do you know
5: what? I'm not exclusively front. Uh, and I couldn't really tell you why that is like sometimes I will go I'm just I guess I'm a maverick uh, Freestyle is it some, Sometimes I will go I will go back but I think normally I am yeah I'm, I'm definitely approaching from the front Cool. but I am 100% sat what are you doing?
2: Uh, I'm wiping from the back, so I'm, I'm I'm doing the lean, so I'm leaning over. Are no, you leaning? Get, yeah, get, fine. Get but actually, the,
5: the lean's helping because yeah. that's doing a bit of a part as well. Exactly. So yeah, I respect right? that. Right. Yeah, yeah. Cheeky look. Yeah. Oh, fuck you, know Yeah, oh, yeah, damn. yeah. Going to need another packet of wet wipes there please. <laughs> <laughs> One of my five a week. <laughs> <laughs> um,
2: yeah, Matt Richardson holds his holds his balls up. And, and tidies up and then and then throws it down so he, he holds his balls and his oh, cock. yeah do you gets know them what out of the
5: way do you, are you a... no so the, the the beauty of my anatomy is that i've got quite small balls so they're kind of they're taking care of themselves
2: i think that's uh, evolution yeah yeah well, it's, i mean you know
5: what's the use of balls swinging around <laughs> I getting asked way. Yeah. yeah hitting
2: the water if you're in america as yeah. well then you yeah. do yeah. well, that's
5: horrible Water's just too high over there but that's a conversation for a someone era? i'll tell you what what is one of these standing up animals uh, what are they doing on a, like a sick Japanese toilet see that's that they're wasted. The yeah, yeah they're, just, what, they're, well, they're just standing up
2: they're fucked if they're on a Japanese toilet that and Japanese toilet has the bidet in it you know, fucking hair dryer you know fucking little it comb comes out and it's combs beautiful. your cheeks if you're hairy it's beautiful um, I reckon they're fucked because if they go there and get up and it still tries to do the automated stuff they're just going to get pissing
5: wet they're just going to get the, the, the backs of their knees wet <laughs> and, and then dried off I mean yeah Nah, I can't, I, I, honestly, yeah. I'm ge- I'm genuinely disgusted. <laughs> what would you do if you found out you were in the room with a standoff? Billy? <laughs> yeah, yeah. No. Yes. You, did that's you that's shake what, his hand on the way in? I'm taking it back. <laughs> what? Hang on. But, but so, talk me through it. Are you manually parting? No. So just, how are you accessing?
3: You just stand up and wipe.
5: No, 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 no. no. That doesn't cut it. You must be. You cannot get the same kind of purchase or access without a manual part. I've never had to part. I'm just. Do you think you would you say that you probably have a slightly dirtier ass than most people as a consequence of this?
3: No, I wouldn't. I wouldn't say that. No. Well, I would, <laughs>
5: <laughs> and I have. I just at least look for me. At least try doing it sitting down. <laughs> Am I reaching from the front or from the
3: back? You.
5: You decide for yourself. <laughs> But just try it and see how much better it is. Honestly, it's going to be a revelation. I'm improving your life here. But wait, you should have try you standing met? up. Fuck off. Have you, <laughs> <laughs> have, you, um, have you, ever met anyone else who's in your tribe? Yeah, but there's, there's been quite a few guests that have
2: been as well. Yeah.
3: Mm-hmm.
5: It's weird. Like
2: we put, we've put it out there, and I mean, I feel free to put it out as a, as a, as a, uh, like you know, you can do the kind of voting yeah. on your social medias. Put out there. We've seen like a fifty-five, forty-five split.
5: Brexit team. They're out I there, bro. I can't believe it.
2: They're out there. It it could be related to Brexit actually. Living, yeah, it could be living could, among could us. Could be li- li- leave us <laughs> yeah. leavers. Yeah. were no, you no, leave?
3: no No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> I was remaining.
2: <laughs> um yeah, man. So uh yeah, wow. Fat Burger Autopsy and uh mm. yeah, uh glad that you're part of the sitting gang. But you, yeah. you're part of the subsection. You're the front. you like, well, We need to find out some code for it. But then I think we might be going too far with that. Front sit but gang. Front sit gang. I not my
5: front sit gang. Yeah, and I'm a back yeah. sit gang. And then yeah. you're,
2: you're a dirty boy, Billy. Yeah. Filthy. Front sit gang. And Billy, you're still a dirty boy, can I just say. Hey,
3: a lot filthy, people, there's a lot of people who stand filthy, up. Filthy,
2: filthy boy. We were also joined by the guys from Glassmates. That is Otis, Nigel, and Jimmy. When they get together... They are connoisseurs of imbibation. Mm-hmm. They know about consuming beverages. So um, I thought as somebody who's regularly, re- relatively uh, ignorant when it comes to beverage drinking, I thought I'd bring them along and ask them to kind of teach me how to enjoy drinks. So this is from episode 317. And this is the guys teaching me how to enjoy drinks. There's a lot of ignorance when it comes to alcohol. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people are afraid to to, to admit their ignorance. So I'm going to for all the ignorant people out there, I'm going to be, usually I'll just slap this in the back of my mouth and go, uh, nice, next. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs>
6: um, I'll have six. Yeah, but like, what shall I do? I guess um, understanding how taste works, first okay. of all, is always important. Um, your your nose is very much a part of the taste experiences, of your mouth and your tongue.
7: Mm-hmm.
6: Um, if one isn't sort of functioning up to scratch, it will dull or dilute or change the taste of something. Okay. Um, an easy way to to, to, to to see that is to literally lock your nose mm-hmm. and take a sip. Okay. The amount of air that... So i do that right now? Yeah. <laughs>
2: yeah Did you talk to you? Yeah, you it. He's actually sipping. <laughs>
6: <laughs> All right, so it's, <laughs> it's strong, slightly sweet. Um, strong there is a, a an earthy kind of element which is the barrel and the wood that you'd be getting from the bowl itself. Um, Ooh. And then, yeah, you get Kind of taste explosion In the Mm. back You get kind of spices And little bits of raisin And fruitcake And things like that Kind of floating around your mouth
2: It was sweet That that was very sweet Towards the end Yeah
8: So in terms of what you Thought you knew of whiskey How Where does that sit
2: I'd What in terms of What what do I like No No no,
8: your preconceptions Of what whiskey is Because this is what Our biggest problem is Is people have preconceptions Of so
2: many different Types of spirits Especially whiskey so, I did, think, it, did whis- it burn? Whis- yeah, that's it. The first thing I was going to say is whiskey's fire water. When someone says whiskey to me, I think hot, mm-hmm. strong. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's not the first thing i go to because I think, yeah, well, that's a, that's a, you know, I don't know. I feel like when people go for whiskey and I'm like, oh, you're yeah, that kind of. <laughs> 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 Didn't know no. I was fighting with someone like that. I should have had a, you know, a bigger dinner. Do you know yeah. what I mean? But this is a lot smoother and I feel like there's. There's more to it Than just a short taste I feel like there's a long There's a long process right. In
6: the flavour right. Maybe you were coaching me Through it as well Like I feel like um, hell, but So it, the, the the thing with With this particular whiskey Is that it has um, A certain element Of viscosity to it Or thickness mm-hmm. um, And that's what you see Kind of Dribbling down The inside of your glass With you legs kind of, Oh so when I, I So it's like With they, the legs they,
2: of wine So when yeah, I yeah. When I swirl yeah. it around And I look at the The, 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 the That's the viscousness yeah. so I can
6: see the legs And that, that basically Is okay. what lingers in your mouth Okay. Um, so once you've actually swallowed everything else that you get is sitting in that viscosity, coating your mouth, coating your tongue.
2: Mm.
8: And then, as what happens is like, see, so if you think about it, you can probably still feel it in the back of your throat.
2: Yeah, and I, can, your I can still taste it, yeah.
8: And what that is, is that's the saliva in your mouth basically diluting and still making other You're chemical reactions. Trying to, reactions yeah, trying to happen.
7: break that down.
2: Okay. And, and this is the, the, but how do I say it Bunaharben Bunaharben
7: okay that's an education in itself learning, to learn to <laughs> learning how them, yeah. a lot of the labels are Listen, pronounced
8: there's a couple of them even when we go to the trade shows yeah. you know, um, can I just get your number 31 of the that that one because yeah. I can't pronounce it just give me just give <laughs> like that it's, one it's Gaelic and <laughs> I don't speak Gaelic yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> just,
2: give me, just give me 31 of that one <laughs> I, love, I love that yeah. I'm still a bit like that I'm like yeah that, that one over there I'll have some of that bottle do you know what I mean I felt quite educated after that episode did you Bill
3: yeah yeah I mean, but sometimes I decide, what's that? Okay, crack it open,
2: drink yeah. it. I mean, what I like about them is they don't make me feel intimidated to not know about alcohol, and yeah. they do live events as well, so it's well worth checking out their website, or going to Glassmates on Instagram, like because I feel like if you ask them a question, a stupid question, I think I even said something as well in the episode, in in, in episode three one seven, I said like something about oh, I know this is a stupid question. They're like, no, there's no stupid question because they even say there's guys in the industry that make them look like they don't know much do you know what i mean and they're very very knowledgeable yeah so it's nice like they're 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 a great bunch of guys to kind of find out about kind of the finer ways and the finer things to
7: drink we also spoke about tech and drinking as well amazon or alexa has now been given um a skill by taliska to take you through a tasting experience um, okay. And uh, actually, you said it's it's not just Talisker. There are um, quite a few brands who are jumping on this. Um, after a simple command, uh, Alexa, open Talisker tasting. Um, you're then given. She then asks you which bottle you've got. Mm-hmm. You let her know which bottle you've got, and then via one of the master distillers, mm-hmm. you're talked through the experience. Okay. So basically, it's Alexa doing. Yeah, Out- good job. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what I was thinking. Yeah. Oh, no. Try. Competition. Try. So it's not yeah. good enough that like, to I can't work job. in Try. a Sainsbury's anymore
8: <laughs> because now everyone can just go to the self serve too. There's now surf. No, 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 no. Alexa, turn yourself off.
6: <laughs> but, <laughs> unless you unless you want the glassmates to be a part of their experience. Yeah. Well, it, um, it could we're, be. we are open to those conversations. The yeah, thing is, it's it just tries, could It, be, it, it yeah, could be,
7: though. It could be because
2: you could have. So the experiences that you're doing you do, like you know you're doing an event is sold out. You could extend the reach of that event. So, if there's somebody in another part of the world, mm. you know, you could have a selection of bottles sent to them, or they could and
6: they could get to so like yeah. they do with the? And they could guys. The, the light bulb just went off, and yeah. I'm not going to say it on here. because No way with the Steal our Idea. But the light bulb. just glue. Ten percent, <laughs> please. <laughs> I'll say <laughs> that. In I'll say that. Ten percent. You're in. Okay, there. thank you. I'll there.
2: take a seven percent. I mean, how much? I'll take one percent if it's enough. So yeah, it was it was an interesting experience. Oh, but it it can be it can be improved though right it can yeah, be improved
7: there's room for there's room for improvement yeah uh, the pacing yeah far too quick far too quick
2: yeah you
8: know is it clunky
7: it's it uh, yeah
8: I've got a Google home and I use it basically for a bit of everything yeah and I do find it to be quite clunky so they've they've now said they have got this thing where with the one command where you give one command and then you can give a trailer command open conversation uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah and yeah. I've I've tried it on Alexa as well and it's still it's still talking
7: to a computer yeah, and the thing is, it it, it always will be. No yeah. matter how smooth the yeah. interface becomes, yeah. it, it it always will be. This this one is particularly clunky, but we're talking about it. They started yeah. it. They'll yeah. get feedback from people like us who have yeah. experienced it. They'll right. improve it. It'll become better. Yeah. It will leave us on the unemployment line. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I think I think they're messing around. I mean, I don't think it's going to leave them on the on the unemployment line. What do you think, Bill? No. Nah, I don't <laughs> think so. <laughs> Not at all. That was Otis speaking from the glassmates um, That's a great episode. Uh, uh, they gave us a whiskey that tasted delicious. I uh, took it home for Christmas. And yeah, man, it went down wrong. polish Polished that off Went down rather well. Uh, also, we were joined on episode 318 by So Solid Cruise Swiss, who did a track with our very own Funk Butcher called Swipe Delete. We asked them what it was about
9: created this brilliant track with funk butcher called swipe delete and um it's a powerful message with a fun overtone so um i let funk kind of explain a little bit of how we came about
10: yeah i think that's it in a nutshell so literally it was a case of um uh, swiss took a little bit of a social media break at the time and i posted up uh, one of my old tracks from my catalogue of track it features keys called Club Culture Sound Houseology mm. and it kind of had the dynamic of uh, a vocalist uh, uh, a lyricist, a rapper being themselves in, in, in their style and just with my backdrop on it with a house energy backdrop on it and that really connected with, with Swiss and yeah. Yeah. And, yeah I think
9: I heard it on Instagram yeah. of uh, one of them and I was like bro send this to me, this sounds sick yeah. and then after such time I was taking a social media break. Yeah. I tweeted that out I'm having a break and then <laughs> Funk just jumped in my DMs like because I saw that it was like it was just like oh my yeah, god yeah, well, yeah, I gotta get yeah. in there it like, quickly he's yeah. like bro before you leave um, leave me your email or number or something yeah. and I was like All right, cool here it is and I was like I'm gone it's man how it's like you're <laughs> leaving the planet isn't yeah. it? when
2: yeah, you yeah. on social media it's like you're <laughs> leaving <laughs> the face of the planet yeah. yeah yeah.
10: that's how it is sometimes because <laughs> yeah. if you don't really have that connection with someone outside of social media it's like, oh my god they've literally yeah. Just yeah. Yeah. disappeared yeah. off the face of the earth kind of thing that's, that's it's it's a weird concept when someone right. is missing, but they're not missing. They're just they've just gone off social media. It's weird. I've yeah. done a break before
2: and, <laughs> and made the mistake of not telling anyone. Mm. Like I just went on holiday. My my policy on holiday yeah. is I don't I don't I, yeah. Don't yeah, care what, I don't care what pictures you want yeah you can take pictures but I'm not on the gram I mm. might look at stuff mm. but I'm not posting mm. I'm having a drink and mm. chilling That's and
10: then, then subsequently doing. you see your face on the side of milk cartons <laughs> <laughs> have you seen <laughs> this <laughs> <laughs> you came back to the group <laughs> bro we're worried about
9: yeah, you yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like oh no, God. I
10: thought, nobody called me yeah, mm, yeah, pick up the
9: phone but yeah. people just don't think like that
2: where have you been are you okay are
9: you okay your family world like bro like I'm still alive I'm good
2: have you seen the hashtag hashtag where's bronzy but yeah sorry so you, you, you sent a single to, to Yeah, Swiss sent it to me. Sent it yeah. And yeah.
9: then yeah. Um, on my break, and while I was on my break, you know, you tend to jump in your phone, listen to records. Because i got a few records that I'm working on as well. So I was listening through, and I was like, oh, yeah, I think Funk sent me, boom, 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 put it on. And all of a sudden, I was like, yeah, you know what? The concept just came to me yeah, out of the blue. Yeah, because yeah. obviously I'm driving, I parked up before I actually turned the music on, so I wasn't being illegal anything <laughs> I, I actually pulled Disclaimer. It, off, Disclaimer. Up, Disclaimer. I put it on. Disclaimer. Disclaimer. And it was on a playlist. Yeah. Going, and then Funk came on. Yeah. Listening to it, and I put it on repeat. And as I put it on repeat, <laughs> <laughs> lyrics were coming to me, and yeah. like Jay Z, I memorized the lyrics. So I basically wrote two that's, verses that's in the cra- chorus. That's crazy. You seriously you wrote it in your head? No, I didn't. Oh, okay. No. I was going to say, wow. Uh, uh, two verses. <laughs> <laughs> uh, two verses. <laughs> two verses in the chorus. Yeah. You know After such time The concert came to me Two verses and the chorus yeah. And it was just The vibe was like Damn And then obviously It's about social media It's about selfies It's about selfie culture Which um, I didn't intend to happen As I said It just came to me So um, I text Funk You know And I was like Bro You know I've got 80% of this track done yeah, You know You yeah. need to book studio and I was like What? Yeah Like what? Yeah. Like yeah 80% of the song's done So um, I booked studio yeah. And then just Pulled everyone together I got a friend of mine that um, has always been bugging me, like Swiss. When you go studio, please bring me, get me on the song. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my girl Kensi brought her down to do the little girl parts in between my my lyrics. You know, funk. It's always good to have the people that are invested in the song from the beginning to be there actually when you're recording. Nowadays, with the advent of the internet, you can send files all across the yeah, world and yeah, wherever. Yeah. And people are making songs without that chemistry. Mm. So nowadays, I just like to have the person there. So I made sure that. Funk was there. I could have just done it, been like, you know what, Funk, I'm going to do the song. Yeah, I you do, Yeah, I was like, no, come studio. Yeah, brought Kentsima. She brought a friend. Sky is there. Yeah. He's of our age group, so yeah. it was just
10: a good energy in the yeah. studio. And we were all able to kind of contribute with little exactly. advice and little yeah yeah.
9: Even um my, my um Kensima's friend that has nothing to do with anything she was putting in advice like yeah that yeah, sounds yeah she got good. up on her feet she jumped in the yeah, booth so with some <laughs> much just to give her a bit of confidence Yeah, like it was just a group effort a really nice vibe in there mm-hmm. by the end of it I think there was a twinkle in all of our eyes like you know what this sounds sick mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying so yeah yeah, man It's a very organic natural kind of <laughs> yeah definitely yeah was it one of those ones when you listen
2: to it the next day it's still sounding amazing I couldn't stop playing it yeah. I couldn't yeah. stop yeah. playing it yeah. man yeah.
1: Uh,
9: over and over again yeah. I'll probably text you like bear time Is like
2: that. <laughs> yeah I remember Funk actually did send me a snippet Walking, mm-hmm. I remember where I was walking down the canal and I was says, yeah. like, let me just send you something and <laughs> yeah. I was like shit that's how yeah. like, you know when yeah. you're excited yeah. about yeah. something like yeah. can't yeah. wait to yeah. you know, and obviously yeah.
10: at that stage it's completely unmixed unmastered yeah. and mm. what we're still vibing to is yeah. just like yeah. it's just a raw bounce kind yeah. of thing
9: yeah. and I made sure the quality control was good as well man so we made sure that we you know Visited a good engineer to, yep. to, to kind of mix it down mm-hmm. and, you know, got the mastering, you know, to a certain level and, you know, everything, everything, you know, we took care of. Yeah, the yeah, song yeah, yeah. Made sure that at all levels it was, it was, you know, the quality was there. Yeah. And
10: mm-hmm. I think it's been a, a, a real interesting journey from an independent perspective of how far mm-hmm. we've taken a, le- a, a record from natural inception as well, like the, the, the way we've come together right up until this space of national radio play and the support it's had so even in the space where a lot of people might feel like does music of that ilk does it still get that 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 support does it in this day and age Mm -hmm. do I need Hundreds of thousands of dollars and flashy video and and and, and or pounds and and, and <clears> yeah, exactly. <throat> <laughs> um, but no, it seems like there are still spaces, thankfully, where and we want to thank all the DJs that have been supporting the record. All the DJs that have been supporting all the and I
2: feel like you've had, like you said, the independent release. Every station that's big has been playing it, yeah. And Kiss I 100, like, yeah.
9: one extra, radio one, yeah. yeah.
2: In fact, if you're not Rinse, playing it, you're Rinse. not a big station, so sort your app out. Flex, yeah, yeah, yeah. Flex,
9: yeah, 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 yeah. yeah everyone, yeah. man. Everyone, yeah. the support's been immense, bro. Like it's over
10: exceeded our expectations and and it literally has only been out for the past three weeks three weeks exactly so
2: this is a a Swiss and Funk Butcher collaboration Mm -hmm. both of you are good at making things that sound great at the bass level right but there's always a deeper meaning so
9: let's talk about the deeper meaning of this song right so yeah Swipe Delete is basically about pointing towards selfie culture and how much it can become um, an imbalance in your life because you're always trying to present your perfect self Mm -hmm. understand so um we're not always perfect Mm -hmm. we wake up we yawn we fart we we do all these human things that i'm not saying you gotta fart on social media but what i'm trying to say is (laughs) that you're not you're not presenting the other side of yourself where to where people can see uh, a very sober version of reality it's very Mm -hmm. extreme you know you got the girls on insta they know how to do the angles with the phone. They put one foot. I, was, I know all the girls' tricks now. They put one <laughs> foot in the front of the other to make the bum look big on this cheek. <laughs> the other one's over there. You meet them, the bum's not really like that. Do You know
1: what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> you, you
9: get, you get, <laughs> these things <laughs> happen. Do you yeah, know what I'm saying? Yeah. So the disappointment. <laughs> yeah, um, the contouring culture, which yeah. comes from the trans transgender culture and the um, drag the drag culture, where yeah. women are using able the makeup to, to yeah, yeah, use yeah, their to makeup to angles. accentuate certain features mm. and that. You just get normal girls doing that now. So we're going towards an extreme in society via the um, advent of selfie culture, whereby people are just presenting a very skewed version of reality. And, you know, our um, the, the artwork of our single pays homage to that. Yeah whereby i'll I'll let you explain the the kind of
10: yeah and i think the artwork is 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 testament to the level of care that we put in to the whole product not just on the sonic sonic level but also in the first um space in which you 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 have um um interaction with the record which is the artwork and what we did is we took an image of what we perceived to be a conventionally aesthetically uh, what you would class maybe as an insta model and we juxtapose it with a woman who looks very tired, stressed, fed up, kind of thing. Which is in the dressing gown, and we gave her with the the kind of the Instagram counter. We gave her more likes, more, more um, uh, engagement than the one who should, w- where we we've led to believe should do. Mm. And what we've done is just subverted the image of or the concept that how you present yourself, your natural self, how you feel. If you feel rubbish, you feel rubbish. But that should be the the self which you should be able to present to the wider mm. audience. So um, shouts to my my creative director at House of the Ginomi Naomi Ray she put that together and um, yeah it, and we've kind of done it in a like a in a in a recognisable style as well in 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 like we've paid homage to that kind of the graffiti style that Banksy uses kind of yeah 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 it's, it's very yeah. Banksy like yeah. yeah so yeah. we've used <clears throat> someone who in in the in the realms of the art world, he is a conversationist as well. So we've we've kind of we've we've really thought about it on mm. every micro level, and it's it's been quite refreshing working with uh, 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 an artist in in an actual sense. An artist thinks about the art rather than just putting words on there, or putting sounds on on a on a on a, on a, on a program or NPC or whatever. But thinking about what conversation is going to occur from this from being this, put out yeah. there,
9: mm. and so. We even have the conversation about the hierarchy of levels you can go to. Yeah. With how we present this yeah. conversation yeah. to the public. Yeah. And On yeah. one level, we could just talk about selfies. On another level, you could talk about the presentation of self. Mm-hmm. On another level, you can talk about the pathological um, results that come from you know that type of culture. Yeah. Which, you know, formal fear of missing out. Yeah. yeah. Um, narcissism. Yeah. You know, there's so many different things that can that can pathologies that can come from. Um, the extreme side of selfie culture and um, psychologists rooms are being filled up more and more psychotherapists from the fact that people are you know creating people are suffering from ailments that come from that culture do you get what I'm saying that's what concerns me the most yeah that concerns me the most and I feel body dysmorphic disorder you know, yeah, yeah. yeah. like yeah. you know what yeah. I'm saying All stuff like that You know what I'm saying
2: I mean there's some There are some things That have been positive I've got to say So I've, there's been a trend in, in, in healthier eating And more gym mm-hmm. Because There's more of that Going on online mm-hmm. But at the same time said like you said body dysmorphia yep. eating you know eating disorders and stuff like mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. all because people are kind of chasing this this impossible mm. l- visual do you know what oh, I mean? yeah. or this or mm. this look that only a few can really pull off yeah mm. and like augmenting their bodies yeah, like yeah, yeah. putting stuff in your face so you look good on camera yeah even if
10: it might not look that good in real life yeah, yeah. exactly and Very i think interesting. it's um uh, again uh alluding to what swiss was talking about it's the levels of the record. So on a surface level, it's just a great so fun, yeah. fun, it's record. A fun record. Yeah. It's, it's got a wicked beat behind it. It's a great catchy hook. But the conversation which starts beyond it, and one of the words that, um, the, the phrasing that um, Swiss told me when he first um, thought of the concept was cognitive dissonance. Mm. And we sat. I remember we was, talk, we was talking in the car. I was in my car, just parked up from football, and he was talking to me about the dissonance in the sense of. We're behaving in ways, but we're not really aware of, and that's the, I guess, in some ways, the frightening aspect of social media. That you approach someone in the street and they don't even know that they have fallen foul of the the social media etiquette, but it wasn't taught it. They've just somehow had an awareness of the correct selfie to take, the correct selfie to post, the correct mm-hmm. tweet to post. It's almost like someone has gone around us individually and given a social PR training. Social script, yeah. Yeah, Mm. like, exactly, social script, as to, you know what you, there's a list of subject matters that you can talk about that's happened in your life. What one would you post? And you know instinctively what stuff to talk about and what stuff is a bit uncouth kind of thing. So, that's
9: interesting. That's social engineering. Yeah. Some of the bigger platforms in music, they won't post your stuff unless it feeds into there's basic narrative yeah, that yeah, Do you understand? Yeah, yeah. As I've seen certain platforms yeah. All they post is either f- A bit about football They either busting jokes Or it's trap songs yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. So that's it's, <laughs> it's almost like That's all yeah. they represent Yeah. you know what I'm saying? Where yeah. it's like Come on bro man Like yeah. start expanding yeah. People's minds Sometimes yeah. you can be the one To expand the public's mind You don't have to always Conform to what You think they want Yeah Kind of thing Do you know what I'm saying?
2: Do you know what bro? I'm gonna I'm gonna say this with my chest He's probably one of the best lyricists that we have in the UK. Best rappers. The stuff that he says is like, you listen to it once and you hear one meaning. You listen to it again, you hear a second meaning. You listen to it a third time and it's like a third meaning. And then you listen to it another time and go, it just sounds sick as well. Do you know what I mean? Like there's some artists that can have sick sounding lyrics. Other artists that have really complex lyrics. But he manages to tick the boxes. Do you know what I mean? Him and Funk getting together on Swipe Delete was a good look, man.
3: It was a good track. It was a good yeah, track. Yeah, uh, we also had Dev on the
2: show, episode three, two, one, where he spoke about something that Billy needed to get more information about. Apparently, one more thing as well, and I'd like you to um, help help our very own Billy with this because oh. this is something that um, really? I think I want you to make him aware of, Dev. It's a little article that we've come across. Well, he doesn't use condoms. Uh, Billy, think, what are you playing at, man? I think I'm just I'm just showing Dev the article, which is on how to clean okay. common. I think it's it's just a public service announcement. Apparently, this is something that needs to be known by many people.
11: The article is called "Don't Use Condoms Twice." (laughs) So apparently, some crazy people out there are doing something we never thought we'd see. They're reusing and washing condoms. Just look at this tweet from CDC STD. Who's that? CDC.
6: They got a tick.
11: Um, we say. We say it because people do it. Don't wash or reuse hashtag
2: condoms. Use a fresh one for each hashtag sex act. Were you aware that so many people were rinsing out condoms and using them? That's what they used to do. Turning them inside out. Really? That's what they used to do. Yeah, in like the 40s, you
11: would get like given like your granddad's Johnny or whatever and be like, Hey, go son! Like, and you'd use it, and then you know you'd finish. Like, fuck off! Stick, <laughs> stick that on the sink fuck with like, the wash. Look fuck it up. Off. You'd like stick it on the sink with the washing or whatever. Like, <laughs> rinse that out. Pop it in your top pocket. What were they, what they made out of? Like Michelin tires? Then to get the wear out of them? Yeah, I don't think it was. Um, I don't mean like latex technology back then. Yeah, what would have been like putting on like a fucking balaclava made of like.
2: Fucking rubber. This has got to be. A, this has got to be someone playing a joke on me. At Google. I just googled 1940s condom. The first one that came up is called notex
11: and they come in a tin,
2: bro. That's <laughs> Nuttex in a tin. <laughs> notex condoms. Yo, if you if you're gonna nut, take it to the next level with Nuttex. If you um,
11: if you fucking pull a Johnny out in front of a girl that's coming out of a tin, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, <laughs> if she still lets you like sleep with her after that that's gangster right there you're putting uh, out of a tin uh, giving a little tap first <laughs> <laughs> oh man they were radium radium condoms what is radium that don't sound like something you should put on your dick does it <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> but if you're like if you're like put this on it's gonna like make you perform amazing cool what's it made out of radium
2: I'm radium. like nah. nah you're either gonna bruh. become a superhero with a super dick nah, yeah, nah, or you're gonna I die nah I don't wanna risk radium it, you know? r- it it readily relax, reacts with nitrogen on exposure to air forming with a black surface layer of radium nitride. Yeah, that's too many chemicals already right there. It's a, it's a chemical element with a symbol RA, uh, Ra, an atomic number 88. No, it's got an atomic number. Wow. How dangerous is radium? There's no evidence that exposure to naturally present levels of radium has harmful effects on human health. You know, you know,
11: they're I, usually caused by gamma radiation. What, what, gamma why dick. are people... Does it not explain why people are reusing condoms? Is it an economy thing? it's fucking brexit isn't it i it's bet it, it is i bet is uh, the reason why people are trying to save money on johnny's by reusing them
2: because you can and buy a new one man people weren't aware a very small percentage of people that is growing like we're talking like five six percent but it's quite important so people aren't aware Who the oils. Are homeschooled pagans or something <laughs> who's reusing the young people Aren't aware apparently idiot So Billy, I just want to put this to our B- producer say. Billy just to make sure that he's mm. using condoms once and Just once, Billy. Once, man, that's it. Entirely. Just use I mean-
11: once and then throw it in the
2: tie, not in the end and throw it in the bin. Yeah. But a bit of advice though, if you know, if you're having it for a posh wank though, just saying, bruv, a wash and re- reuse ain't why gonna be is, a problem, wh- then is it? Why is it still a little bit embarrassing to buy Johnny's from the shop? Cause you're saying I'm, you're saying I'm, I'm about to have some. Fuck I'm fucking, like yeah. especially when you're that like
11: running there at yeah. like two a.m. on a Thursday morning. You're like boss, boss man, boss man. Never No, no, light, Yeah, say yeah. Further like, further yeah. Like. yeah, yeah. cool go, cool. cool. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. And he's it's looking at you, going, "Are you gonna fuck?" And you're saying, "Yeah, I'm gonna
11: fuck." Do you ever, do you ever try and like buy other stuff to go with it, <laughs> like? <laughs> To like lessen <laughs> like the impact, like random petrol station but stuff but like a, I mean, a rabbit hutch, yeah, and e- then some condoms. Anything you buy with yeah. it is gonna look weird. Like you be in there trying to buy like a, a pack light. of yeah. super malt and like some quavers, and then yeah, yeah, also give me give me yeah. a pack of condoms as well. Like, An- why?
2: Anything you buy, people are gonna associate that with the sex. So if you if you buy quavers, he's gonna think you're somehow using he's the, really the quavers seen during quavers sex. off someone's back Yeah,
11: What's wrong with this yeah. guy. Um, do you know. I, we need to start owning it, you no? Know? Because you know what is more embarrassing than going to buy condoms? Chlamydia bruv. <laughs> Hell yes. Illegitimate children. Hell bruv. yes. Hell yes. Fucking gonorrhea and the rest is by emb- drippy willy, mate. That, that is embarrassing. Fuck that. And and genital warts. Yeah, is embarrassing. You know, um, I got a, a, a lot funny um, uh, STI clinic story, right? oh no two I'll do two quick ones one as I was coming out of a STI clinic this is the one that used to be an archway this was probably about 19-20 years old and as I was coming out this girl tried to chat me up while I was outside. She's like, "Oh yeah, we you going? I'm, like, I'm going home. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, going, I'm going home to go cross my fingers <laughs> until I get my results." And she's like, "Oh cool, can I get your number?" I'm like, "Nah, you're not really trying to chop me outside of fucking estate. Unless or was you're, it a Let's just show me then. a clean bill. <laughs> <I'm like, laughs> Unless us you show me your results yeah. where, where like here I'm all clean like what are you doing anyway another time I went this um this woman comes in a uh, woman comes to get me I'm sat in this room and she like pulls this fucking I, 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 I sit on the little like table bed thingy Mm. pull my trousers down to my knees and she's like sifting through my pubes you know and trying to look for any like any bumps any lumps whatever any abrasions and she just kind of looks up at me and she goes oh I've actually got two student nurses with me today do you mind if they come in and observe the procedure so I was like okay like Mm -hmm. just trying to be helpful just trying to help out and then like these two like 19 year old interns come in and pull up a chair and they sit around me and the light is not dissimilar to this microphone it's like <laughs> like shining this light down on my fucking dick and balls and sifting through it lifting up the sack whatever see that's all it's normal there
2: and da da da, da and I just had like this it was not sexual at how all how did your dick react to this then? Knowing it was Under that scrutiny You know what People react differently To that kind of pressure You know I was very
11: was very proud Of my little guy Well, right? well done Didn't get Didn't get scared mm-hmm. do You know what I mean mm-hmm. Realised what was going on or, Bit of an audience Okay, okay Alright okay. But it was not sexual At all Funny enough We like bring this up Because I'll tell you where I was A little bit worried D- During the uh, SAS Who dares wins thing Yeah It was so cold so cold yeah. sometimes and sometimes you know you might jump in some cold water and you get out and it's still cold right after that couple days i remember there's one time i stripped off but i looked down at my dick and i was like i'm sorry is this my dick from when i was four
2: years old where is it bruv your dick's probably looking to go back in time not just inside you. your dick's probably disappeared bruv yeah, but that your one, body's probably consumed your dick you've yeah, had that one where it's like shriveled. And twisted around. You're like, <laughs>
11: what? I don't see the back of it. Like, what? <laughs> hey, this is on telly, man. What are you doing?
2: Your balls and your dick were inside you for the last half of that, weren't they?
11: Oh, mate, it looked like it been fucking choked out. Like someone, like. Like he'd forgotten to tap
2: out Someone <laughs> Your dick got mummified <laughs> Your dick looked mummified <laughs> Come on man Shit Who knows You might see it in the next few episodes Of SAS I worry I'm really it's, worried there That has you been might a see of, uh, My shriveled
11: twisted willy In one of these episodes I really am <laughs> Another reason To look forward to There
2: you are Yeah <laughs> <laughs> I never saw much of Dev's shriveled twisted willy On SAS He, he, he got saved didn't he yeah, so I don't think there was many nude scenes in there. I believe same. there were, there was, <laughs> there were, they showed a couple of boobs, not many penises. I felt like that was a bit sexist, you know. There's a few boobs that were just thrown out there. People that I know as well, I was like, oh, senior boobs. Uh, so yeah, Death was on SAS, Who Dares Wins, Celebrity Edition. And we actually had a, a bit more of a conversation, some more dialogue around how just the experience in total the
11: not knowing what you're going to do next they're so good at that, they're so good at you know you've got sometimes camera crew around you but you you, you stop noticing them after a while, you're not allowed any contact with them, you're not allowed to ask you know for help or whatever or, or some water, you're just supposed to just ignore them and, and get on with it but it's very difficult to think of anything past what the current task was you know but then saying that I had a lot of I had a lot of opportunities over the course to really take things in. So I don't know if you've seen the toilet situation that
2: they got there. I heard I heard the conversation. Is it a piss and a shit? Well, or is it a shit and a piss and, that? That's, and you burn it? That's the, all I heard. The, the yeah. toilets
11: are cubicles next to each other that have elbow height walls on them. So if I'm sat next to you having a shit, I'm looking in your face. You know what I mean? Like I can see your whole top half of your body. There's no hiding. And I remember the first time I saw the toilet, so I was like, okay, yeah, I'm either going to wait until 3 a.m. to take a shit, or I'm just going to hold it in for like the whole week and not go. <laughs> but obviously, you can't really do that because if you're running up a mountain and you want to, yeah, 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 you just got to go. When you got to go, you got to go. Yeah. And I think the second day in, I was like, they're shitting with the girls. I've just like sat next to the girls, having a shit, being like, yeah, what do you think we're going to leave in today? And I one, there was one morning I went out on my own, time a little morning shit, like I said, quite regular. And, you know, we're in the middle of the Andes, man, and I'm like sat there, I'm having a shit, and I'm just looking, just looking at the skyline, which we're, we're, we're right in like a sort of, I don't want to say crater, but, you know, we're just surrounded by snow-capped mountains, you know, and like one side was beautiful, clear skies, the other looked like there was like a snowstorm or something rolling, and I was like, wow, this this is the best place I've ever had a shit before ever. <laughs> <laughs> this is not even like forget top 5 this is the best place I've ever had a shit before and then I remember the moment was kind of ruined a little bit because you know where I started shitting and then inevitably had to piss it like Angled through one of the slits, you know, made out of wood, mm. and then I sort of accidentally pissed all over the back of my trousers. <laughs> <laughs> so it's ruined a little bit. Like this is one of the best places I've ever
2: been. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. So, so where we're at now? So, so just so we've seen the first episodes. So this is early April, and. I've seen clips, they've showed little montages that show different parts of the show. Now, one of the most interesting parts about the show isn't just the physical stuff, it's the mental side of things. Mm. I feel like in each episode, they focus on one of the contestants or two of the contestants and speak about, they, they break break you down. So th- I feel like this is an inevitable thing to come. Now, I know you, you can only tell us so much, but how how was that personal experience for you? Because I I feel like they sit there and you see them reading up about people and getting as much information as possible. Did they try and do that to you and and kind of work brain on you?
11: Yeah, so one of the things that the, I wasn't expecting from the process. I I think I'm quite good at being, you know, I'm, I'm a very private person and even though on my radio shows and stuff, I don't mind exposing myself a little bit or being quite honest. But at the same time, and, you know, I, I, I get told the same thing from like almost any girl I've ever dated. It's like, ah, oh, you never talk about yourself, or oh, I, don't, I don't really know much about. It. I, I don't know. I feel I'm trying to get better at it, but I do feel weird opening up. And it's it's one of the things uh, you know we get given a psychiatrist to talk to, like both before, during, and after this whole process. And the woman, Victoria, that I've been speaking to, she just broke me down so well that, you know, you think you're hiding something quite well and actually you're not. You're wearing it out there on your sleeve. She said to me after the process, she was like, you know, you started very much on the outskirts of the group and then by the end, you were like, you know, you, you're you bringing everybody together and, you know, you're making sure everybody was all right. Like, is everybody warm? Is everybody fed? And that's how I am with... My close friends and family, that's how I am. You know, I'll do anything for my close friends and family. But just because of this job, you kind of have to keep people at arms, arm's length a little bit. You know, you can't let people, you can't just let everybody who rolls up to you like, hey, come on, come be in my circle, come be my friend. Um, So, like, learning that about myself, that that's who I am, that's just who I am anyway. You know, I am a naturally tactile and caring person and I don't know there's maybe there's even like points in my life where I felt like I I weren't allowed to be like that that it was seen as a sign of weakness or something that maybe I you know maybe I just care too much no like you know (laughs) Um, but yeah just kind of coming out of it thinking you know it's, it's it's all right to be like that but without without giving away too much this is the first time I've ever done anything this public that is that exposing you know, I, it was a full spectrum, full range of emotions that I experienced during the whole process. Fuck.
2: Yeah. And it's, would you say that being part of the SAS? they require you t- they require to get that level of openness from you f- or get that amount of detail from you do you think that's part of the process like they need to know like I, cuz i feel like if you and i are going to go overseas on a black ops mission and potentially never never come back again and we, we've got to do some real fucked up shit that no one may never know about i feel like i need to know you almost better than you know yourself and vice versa to be able to 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 work the best so is that part of the process well put it this way man so there's there's an interrogation
11: part yeah. Of the I don't know if you've seen the other the past series, but there's an interrogation part. Now the reason they work you so hard during the week is to get you as mentally drained, physically drained as possible, so that they can. I mean, look how people are when they're just a bit hungry. You know, like hangry is a real thing. Yeah. You no, know, just get hands on to eat. You'll get moody with the people around you. you have something to eat. You're like, oh my fault. Sorry, I was just you know, a little bit hungry. Mm-hmm. Now imagine you're hungry and you're tired. And now you have to go out and do a mission together. You got work as a team, and you know naturally, you know that's going to be all your insecurities, all your weaknesses are going to be, you know, magnified so much in that situation. But again, they're so good at identifying all of them. So put it this way, without going into too much detail, what I'd learned, you know, from from from, from chatting to some of the staff is that during your actual training. And yes, yes, I mean, they do it for like six months a year or whatever. You know, we did it for a few days. But part of the interrogation process, they'll try and personalize it to you. So they'll find out whether it's the noises that they'll play to you or whatever the situation that they'll put you in, they'll personalize that to you. So, for example, if you've got kids or something, they'll like, they'll use that as part of the interrogation process to really, really try and make you break. It's nuts. It's it's one of the things that, a lot of the staff members were saying that's a part of the training that they wouldn't want to do again It's the interrogation bit because they... Staff said that? Yeah. Yeah. Maybe they were just... I don't know.
2: But that's... Yeah, that's the... the that, was, that was the worst part of, of, of all of it. Really? That was the lowest? That was the lowest point? Yeah. Fuck. And apart from the, the beautiful shit and piss on your leg, what would you say is one of
6: the highest...
7: <laughs>
2: <laughs> the highest points? Um,
11: As naff as, naf as it might sound, the... The, the relationships that I built with everybody who I did it with and I've never bonded with a group of people like that before ever right from day one we were all in it together everyone was helping out each other and we were a family because you know we were all equal in that moment it didn't matter if we were you know guys or girls or how you know strong we are mentally or physically. It didn't, it didn't matter in that moment. We're like, right, we are all here together. And the only way we're going to get through it is together. There were times we were, you know, huddled together to try and keep warm and, you know, making sure that, you know, here, here, have my egg. You haven't had anything to eat today. Or, you know, like share my rations or something. And that's probably the part that I really missed the most coming back from it is being in a unit of people that felt like they would... You know they they do anything to help you and look out for you and yeah the the, the camaraderie is that is that a word yeah camaraderie the, yeah the, that's that's what I miss the most coming out of it and that's what I, that's what I really enjoyed you kind of wake up with everybody and you have an, you have a little laugh and a joke and you might be you know beasted that day but then you like come back and someone will put a little bit of like soda cream on your back or something, <laughs> or something like that you know everyone was just everyone was just kind of looking out for each other like how many times in your life do you have an opportunity to be in a unit of people where you're all you're all equal you're all like part of this weird little community and then also after that experience is finished who else is gonna understand what it was like you know not not people sat there watching at home Right, will will never know They'll, they might have a tiny little idea they're not really gonna know what any of that was like um so that's another reason why we, we all still keep, keep in contact you know we've got a little whatsapp group everyone messages each other and you know, it's, it's obviously quite difficult for us all to meet up because everyone's busy and professional and stuff but yeah that's that was probably my favourite part of the, the whole process is just like bonding with this group of before strangers and now they're you know they're like family now would you do it again? tomorrow I'll go tomorrow if they were like we're doing it again we lost footage we're gonna go back and like film it again I'm like cool let's go I loved it I loved it so much I I find it so hard to motivate myself sometimes that having Foxy or Ollie or Anne come bursting through the door being like right (laughs) 10 minutes like out in the square full kit I'm like yes let's go man (laughs) what we doing today (laughs) I loved that you know and there were some of the challenges that was so difficult like like I run a marathon right every day was harder than running a marathon I'm not just saying that. Every day we did something that hard. Marathon, you run in a straight fucking line. You run in a straight line with the whole of London, like, come on, you can do it. Giving you like, straight babies, gen- yeah, genu- yeah. yeah. orange gliders. <laughs> That's, That's another yes. weird thing about the London Marathon, right? Sorry to like switch nah. back and forth. But when would you ever accept an orange segment of a stranger in the street? <laughs> <laughs> Like I'm not a rude guy yet yeah. But if you come up to me In the street And offer me a orange I'd slap it out of your hand And get the fuck away from me You <laughs> weirdo you offer me no orange slice What Where did you get it from Your house What is going on but the London
6: Marathon
11: <laughs> <laughs> The London Marathon, something like little kid. Even like yeah. even that, like accepting food of kids, like they're filthy, man. Probably even, like, <laughs> digging their like out of it and <laughs> do like some oranges, like I just took an orange slice of a little kid, like cool man. Thanks,
2: Junior. Like on my way. <laughs> One day. A what, year, what if Junior was like, Here Dad, I've got an orange slice? <laughs> you then was like, Oh, oh that my God me. God. <laughs> my bad.
11: Weird. Yeah. Um, fuck, I forgot what I was talking about. I don't I guess. Oh, yeah. So, uh, look, I've run the London Marathon with very little training 10 days after coming
2: back from Jamaica Carnival. So, that's like my, that's like minus training, isn't it? Really? That's like... <laughs> no, if you think about it. Because... Oh, okay. All right. Yeah, I know what you get getting at. go on. Go on. I mean...
11: All the parties you're going to, you're, yeah, you're yeah, dancing. Yeah. All right. On the actual carnival route, I think it's something like, what, 13 and a half miles. Oh, there you go, yeah. And that's double because you're walking at a weird pace. You're kind of like chipping and you're dancing like the whole time as well. So that's sort. Of, okay, you're yeah. sort of walking a marathon. Balance that out with the liquor. Walking a walk marathon, man. Yeah. Um, but every day was was harder than running a marathon. But, you know, some of these challenges was so physically demanding. And you, you just at the start of it, you're just thinking, there's just no way. There's no way I'm going to be able to do that. And you just... You do it. You don't come... You don't look at what everybody else is doing or, oh, they're that far or... Oh, da, da, da. You don't look at what anybody else. You just focus on what you're doing and you... And I don't want to sound like some like, Cheesy motivational speaker But you literally You're putting one foot in front of her One foot in front of her. Just keep going Just keep going And you look up And it might be an hour It might be four hours later But eventually you kind of look up And you're like Fuck I did that I did that I didn't stop I didn't listen to that part of my brain Saying just fucking collapse Let's give up right now And I feel like I've I've tried to come back home With that same mentality Like okay What are the things That I look at and go Oh I couldn't do that Oh, it's too difficult. Oh, someone else is already doing that, and they're way better than I am. Well, like apply that same logic, that same logic of put one foot in front of the other, one foot in front of the other. Just keep going, just keep going, just keep going. So I kind of came back feeling that we put so many limitations on ourselves of what we can do. Fuck the physical stuff like that. That was obvious to me. I, you know, I'd said to myself, "Oh, I'm not going to be able to go past this point, and I fucking did it anyway. But I'm talking about like the mental restrictions you put on yourself. You think, well, I might be doing a few things that I enjoy, but I've got no space in my life to do anything else. I can't learn this new skill or go and try this new thing out. I don't want to step outside of my comfort zone. But that's you're putting that restriction. No one's come up to you and been like, you can't do whatever it is. You're putting those own restrictions on yourself. So I tried to come back and think, let me not do that. Let me... Whatever the glass ceiling That I've created for myself Let me fucking smash through that Or at least
2: raise it up a few levels You know I think that's what the boys wanted from you as well Like I think that's what They're trying to show you You can do They're kind of making you realise A potential that you wouldn't have Unless you went through that process yeah. Do you feel like they Had a lot of love for you as well Because it's easy Because when I watched That first episode at times I'm like you lot of fucking pricks You're just doing this to fuck with them But then At other times I'm like wow Like this is this is something that you guys are doing to others because you've gone through this and it's made you into some of the best operatives in the world. Like the SAS is respected very highly when it comes to special forces.
11: I'm not I'm not just saying this, right? I love those guys so much. Like all the, I'm going to get a little bit like choked up just thinking about it, but they're so amazing and so supportive. And, like, maybe Ant was, say, like, the only one who, he was a little bit more, um, he was sort of like a distant dad, a little bit, you know, because we didn't really, like, get a chance to, like, really, like, hang out of him, but say, you know, like, Foxy and Ollie and Billy, at some point, you know, whether it was they were briefing us for a mission or to be showing us around the accommodation, like, it just felt like, they d- don't get me wrong, they demand total respect, don't you? ever try and take the piss don't you ever try and think like yeah we're pals oh, don't you ever do that but I felt like I'm just gonna show them respect I'm not gonna try and overstep the mark or whatever try and take the piss but they were so incredibly supportive and so amazing mm-hmm. and to just share that experience just to get a tiny little snapshot into their world and how they've trained and how they've become who they are was was just amazing. I I think sometimes, you know, they come across a little bit harsh on telly. Just a little bit. Some people are like, oh, you know, will they get, like, get in your face? I'm like, nah, not really, you know. If you're slacking or you're bringing the rest of the team down or you're trying to get off by not doing as much work, maybe instead of lifting your feet two inches, of, uh, six inches to ground, you're just trying to get away on like one or two, they're going to be on you know because they don't want anybody thinking that this is going to be an easy ride but every single one of them had these incredible moments with be it just the odd words of encouragement that they would say to me or just like a bit of advice or just you know a general
2: outlook on life was just is that like when they talk I just want I just want to listen yeah man deep stuff and and you know what Dev Big respect for doing that man I, I, You don't realise how hard it is Until you kind of hear it From his point of view Because we only see a few bits Already together um, On a lighter note We also asked Dev The good old question Do you sit down or stand up When you wipe your body You know I've heard you lot Talking about this before Here's the thing I don't understand
11: Okay Why is it one or the other We've had hybrids It's so You know Every shit is so different like mm-hmm. You never know what to expect um, you got you got to adapt You know You can't It's not just a one straight rule For everything So I'll tell you what Is a game changer for me Like Last year or so And I don't give a fuck about fat bags right? Don't don't come with me that Baby wipes bruv Baby wipes is a game changer I've almost got it down To perfect science right So I do I do Usually my morning movements Quite like heavy Quite dense You know what I mean But also quite a lot of product as well So I'm using the toilet a good 15 minutes just to make sure I get everything I got. I call it sometimes like my stress dump. Just all my stress. Just get rid of my gut. Just get to just... Ugh, first thing in the morning. Get on with the rest of my day. All right. So what I'll do that first wipe, I'm not even looking at that, bruv. That's a fucking write-off, man. I don't need to look at that. That's, I know what that's going to look like. It's never going to look <laughs> it's gonna good. It's going to be a mess, a hot mess. I'm not even looking at it. Yeah. I'm like... Psh... Psh... i not even... I'm like no I'm not even a little a little peak now, bruh gone that first one is a write off see you later mate then the next one alright now we've got to see what we're working with alright have a little peek. cool fold via environment fold have old wipe then baby wipe baby wipe comes out now cause am not got a main you know what I mean got a bit, a bit, uh, baby wipe comes out using ones at the moment coated in fucking coconut oil jeez you know I'm saying Jeez, that, that first one goes now. I have a peek at that as well to see that what are we working with. Usually, good on a good day, it's looking all right. But here's the thing: you're getting a bit of residue left from that baby wipe. You don't want to pull your trousers up; still got a little bit of baby wipe residue. Mm-hmm. You don't want that. So now tissue again, aggressive wipe right, this time, aggressive to get off some of the the residue, Coconut but also residue. but also see what okay, see what's going on. Fold environment aggressive have a look throw now one more tissue polish off for just a gentle let's see because what I'm trying to do with that last one is replicate what my clothes are going to be doing against my arsehole for the rest of the day okay so if I go a little just kind of (laughs) gentle kind of and have a look clean Clean. then I'm done but here's the thing if by that first baby wipe one if it's still looking a bit
7: mm, mmm
11: I might be in for a while I did a few courtesy flushes I will stand up I will stand up at that point right because again what I'm trying to do is replicate my day how am I going to be moving you know I like i don't know if you know this about me I'm extremely flexible you know like very supple <laughs> joints Right, I like to move around a little bit you know like sometimes I'll just be wearing at a bus stop and I just like move, touch your toes I just move myself <laughs> around a little bit trying to see what get myself into a right angle and see what I <laughs> Um, but again there's been some dumps that I've done that require you to stand up to make sure you're getting everything because one thing I will not accept as a grown man is a shitty ass I won't I won't do it I I won't do it
2: it's not acceptable it's not acceptable
11: if I'm at your house and I need to use all of your toilet tissue Just to make sure that I'm not even a little bit shitty
2: Sorry bruv, you're gonna have to go without Because there's nothing like I and mean, I've learned through experience at a young age Having a shitty ass on a hot day Horrible What, why? Horrible Why would you to- all the
11: horror Horror of a skid mark god. It's just so unacceptable to me As I got, so unacceptable Even just a little bit It's like, oh my god I've let everybody let down down yeah. Oh, I could look at myself in the mirror and be like, you fucking animal. What is that?
2: Skid mark fucker. You
11: can't even look. Are you, are, you, are you supposed to do anything? You can't look after yourself. You can't even wipe your ass properly, bruv. So, all I'm saying is, if you, if you lot are committing to I only stand up or I only sit down, I just. I, 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 I feel like you're selling yourself short, you know? Adapt. And grow, adapt, and grow. Adapt and grow. Don't confine yourself to just
2: just one thing. That's all I'm saying. So, with that being said, the majority of the time, where are you at? Here's the th- here's the other thing. I don't know if anyone's brought this up yet. We're not even shitting properly. Oh, um we've had we've had the conversation we're not even about having properly. the. Uh, I think Jordan, Crisp and CJ Beats were talking about having the the shit. The we're not still. even shitting properly. Yeah. So we need to be. How squatting. Dare, how dare I we.
11: Dare us, <laughs> them? How, how dare us talk about whether we stand up or sit down? Because we're not even shitting properly. We're supposed to be squatting. Like they do. I, I remember having some v- very bad noodles in an in Indonesian airport and having to try and use the like squat hole in the floor thing that they have, and I paced around that for about twenty minutes. But I'm going. There's just no way my Western asshole is not going to be able to like get shit. I'm going to shit all over my shoes. <laughs> I mean, I might not be able to get back up again. I'm, I'm worried something might fall, fall out. down the hole. I just, I don't... How am I supposed to do that? I had to go to the desk and level. I said, listen, I'm from London, okay? We don't have toilets okay. like that. I'm not going to be able to use that. You know where he let me use the toilet? In the first class fucking lounge at the airport. Jeez. The only one that they had in the whole airport. It's like, thanks, man. Was that a was you good you toilet? You've done me a toilet. It was amazing. But yeah. I did think about it afterwards. I thought about it so much. Like, why can't I just do the little s- squat shit? Do you know what it's I don't think... It's something that you know. say like you can't teach an old dog new tricks. I, I, I think that's what it's down to. I think you can't be thirty-four years old trying to squat and shit for the first time. You know, have you've done it before and you know what to expect, or you're forever gonna shit
2: how you shit. I want to get you the stool. I want to get you the stool and see how that is because you're not squatting. You're still sitting, but you just have your feet raised a little bit. So like what? just like kind of yeah. It's just a little stool. Lift your legs up a little bit. Yeah. I'm just and trying to you, picture yeah. what that'll be like to use like right now. Dev's right now, he's got his feet up, his hands up by his knees, knees up by his face, I say. That might be yeah, that, that might yeah. be quite enjoyable. Yeah. Try I would, it out. I will take I will take one of them off you. Happy birthday. Yeah, be a little birthday present Don't for buy it for me for my birthday. Christmas? But Sorry. Valentine's She nearly tipped over Your whole <laughs> desk Sorry <laughs> But it's funny Inside that whole conversation you, you touch on something This has been going down On mum's net And Huffington Post Yet yeah, that is where we find Ooh. Time to research stuff So there's a whole thing People talk about Scrunching Folding And other methods like that Because uh, apparently Folding means the paper's thinner And your fingers are more likely nah, To tear through nah, And give nah, you poofy nah, fingers nah, listen, listen Scrunching Gives you a bit of roughness nah, To clean properly mate I- nah mate if you're scrunching
11: up the tissue yeah to wipe your ass you need to get your fucking life together mate what is that that's not effective what are you doing? what, are you, what are you cleaning up like some fucking spill your zoo what are you doing like that needs to be that needs to be neat and folded like it's efficient how do you fold the scrunch you can get shit all over your hands what are you talking about can't fold the no flat always
2: so you can't you can, yeah you can't fold a scrunch because that's that's dangerous no, but you can that's fold.
11: such a waste you'd have to scrunch it after one wipe yeah it's gone <laughs> with and um, with the wet wipe do you fold it or do you, you don't scrunch it's a folded wet wipe okay here's 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 the, the weird thing about using the baby wipe yeah you do have to fold it but <sighs> you're probably getting a little bit of shit through the wet wipe right
2: it's not it's, I mean, feasible. it's porous isn't it's it feasible. it's feasible it's feasible and the, the coconut in your case the coconut <laughs> juice could transfer through <laughs> through the wet wipe and the juice may have touched your body and then touched your hand we're gonna wash our hands anyway right you are, you're 100% gonna wash your hands but
11: what I'm saying is like a baby wipe's porous so you're probably getting a little bit of doo doo yeah on you know, your finger like yeah, every time you yeah. Yeah. a little yeah. bit yeah.
2: if you're putting your hand down there odds are there'll be fecal matter on your hands probably yeah that's why you gotta wash your hands man okay now, I've seen like two people this year
11: come out of the toilet after having a shit they need to die fix their hair and just walk out Fucking man. I'm like you know what you're the reason like we still got like fucking plague in certain places mm. man you're the reason like kids are still being born with rickets bro like yeah, wash your fucking, fucking hands Jesus, man. disgusting you're gonna shake my hands give me like ringworm or something That's disgusting you're gonna go sneeze over a salad or
2: something like come you're, on you're gonna scratch your eye with your shitty finger Ugh. and get pink eye You dirty fucker! Flip it up, man. I hate we have to share the planet with those people. So you're a folder. I think I'm a folder as well. I don't. I'm not a fan of using wet wipes though, because of the fatberg stuff. Uh, Fuck them (laughs) fatbergs. You know, this is the sad thing,
11: isn't it? About I think the difference between our generation and say kids, when we were told in 150 years' time like all of East Anglia is going to be underwater or whatever global warming da, 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 da. we're like mm,
6: I ain't
2: gonna be uh, around I'm gonna
11: be long gone yeah. by that. I mean we will be here we're gonna live forever by the time we're 80 we're gonna be in a fucking server or something yeah, man. Like they would have done chappy but yeah. in real life like, we'll, we'll be chappy yeah. um, but for you know our kids kids like, that's kind of a reality for them they're like well like in 80, years time like my kids kids or whatever they're gonna have to So personally, I I know this is awful. I'm not really thinking that much about the fatberg. I'm like, that's a necessary. I don't. I don't think I overindulge with the wet wipes either. But it's probably a really awful thing. But I value the cleanliness of my own asshole more than I'm concerned about fatbergs. Could you compromise
2: with wet tissue paper? using a bit more Nah dude if You you had a see little what jar, jar of coconut you oil the
11: tissue When you wet it It yeah, breaks, breaks up.
2: up So you have to use a bit more
11: I just get broken up tissue My asshole You've never seen that before you never seen a girl You're like Okay <laughs> Do they know by the way Nah they don't the know The girls know that How You see you? their assholes So much Like if you're in a relationship With a girl right you see your
2: arsehole so much, don't you? You see a, you see it so much from angles that they never, and without using the mirror and squatting over it, from angles that we would never see. Like I've seen my arsehole
11: maybe like twice in my whole life. I've had a look at my arsehole and go, no, okay, <laughs> yeah, I see. All right, right on. But you know, for every like long time girlfriend I've had, like, I've just seen like a, a, I've just seen uh, I could probably pick it out in a lineup. If you like, showed me if you had like one of my girlfriends. And just like a lineup of assholes, I could just pick a, at, just a circle. I could pick it out I could pick it out of
2: like like a hundred assholes. What the actual the actual like balloon knot or the coloured the like the slightly darker skin around the No, I'd need ring. like I need to see like a patch. There's making a patch that's like two inches by two inches. I need to see like a patch and I could be like, bumhoes are out. We went out for about five years. That yeah. right they're, like, they're like fingerprints, they're like irises.
11: It's no one the same. Irish shape. That's actually the next <laughs> security <laughs> the next <protocol>. technology. <laughs> <is> <laughs> so get into this bathroom. In fact, because yeah. you know they say like yeah. koala fingerprints are very similar to humans. Yeah. But they're like, they ain't no arsehole, like a human arsehole. So the next thing Will be like You know Before you unlock Your phone Mm. (laughs) (laughs) Put your phone Next to your ass Like hold on a sec I want to say, Hang on a sec It's locked again
2: (laughs) (laughs) Hold that for me Rob Not on the phone My cheek bro (laughs) Do you think people Are aware of how Unique their assholes are I don't think people Know about how Unique their asshole is Fucking mad (laughs) Asshole technology Oh my god Anyway That's
1: awful
4: Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com.
6: There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss.
2: There we go. Arsehole technology. are going to be using that in the future, like fingerprints, bum prints. Get me.
3: Uh, <laughs> Billy's like... Okay. I think I think we should we haven't we haven't asked many of our guests this year about. It. I think we should bring that question back. You got some good good reactions. We got some other I mean we had some interesting one there's wiping
2: from the front or the back, which I thought when you wipe your ass, I thought you just wipe from the from back. From
3: the back. I mean back. even as a standard it's still from the back.
2: Some people talk about wiping from the front. That's just odd. I remember there was some there's some CJ Beats turns and faces the toilet when he wipes his bottom.
3: Yeah, that's wow. Okay
2: Yeah It's interesting
3: Right uh, <laughs>
2: We also joined One of our episodes That put us on the front page Of iTunes this year Was when we were joined By the m- magnificent Jazzy Jeff Now we speak a lot About music Technology And everything In between his music and tech But one thing you, t- you may not know About Jazzy Jeff Is he is a bit of a wizard In the kitchen So we spoke about His legendary Barbecue hot sauce Episode 322 um, you haven't got too much time of us, right? So um, listen, thing, I'm, w- I'm with you. You with us, yeah? Because yeah. I was going to say I wanted to just you mentioned cooking a few times, mm-hmm. and I just wanted to say like there's that like, Billy, the producer, mentioned that you make a smashing barbecue sauce, and I just wanted to know is, is really this the, yeah yeah. Okay. I wanted to know the
1: secret of this barbecue sauce. Just here. gave
10: it a look like yeah, it just man, like, you need to taste this. Yes. <laughs>
1: you know, so you got to understand that being a producer or a DJ is very very similar to cooking.
10: You got the sauce. You got it. You
1: got oh, yeah. to know how much ingredients to put in stuff. You got to know when it's too much. Uh, too much sauce. Too much this. Yeah. Too much that. It's crowd you know, pleasing. Like, yeah, it's it, crowd pleasing. Yeah. All it is. Yeah. It's kind of like yo. You know, if if I'm gonna make something spicy, I'm gonna add a little bit of sweet to it because I want the sweet to catch you first, and then the kick come in, and you're kind of like, <laughs> you know, that's like somebody dropping something unexpected. Yeah. So yeah. you know, like I would just. You know, I think when I finally moved out on my own, I would just sit in the kitchen and I would just experiment. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, I remember the first time, you know, I wanted to make something and I picked up the phone and I called my mom and she just ran down, you know, because she knew I always looked and she just ran down do this. And she, you know, let me tell you the main thing that you have to worry about, cook everything slow. She's like, if you're frying chicken, don't fry it fast. You'll fry the outside before you fry the inside. Mm-hmm. If you cook everything slow or everything medium, you you have the best chance for it to getting done. So once you get that, then it's just really your, your, your taste. Like, oh, man, I tried this. You know, okay. I know the, the, the typical salt, pepper. And then it's kind of like, oh, let me try a little bit of onion salt. Let me try a little bit of garlic mm-hmm. powder. Let me try this. Let me, Oh, man, okay. So what if I dried my chicken off and I soaked my chicken in milk? And then took it out and put it in a bowl and put hot sauce in a bowl and put season and tossed it all around Mm -hmm. and then floured it and shook all of the excess flour off and fried it. Like, oh, my God, like, that's great. Mm -hmm. Like, and you just really it was really like me DJing. Like, let me just start adding this. Sometimes you add that. whoop that's too spicy. Oh, I I didn't like that. Or whatever that was that made the, the chicken fry faster because. You know, of the pepper or whatever. And it's just really playing with stuff. So, right. you know, it was really the same thing with my barbecue sauce. It was kind of like, oh, yeah, you get barbecue sauce. Like, you know, I'm not going to season, you know, my steaks and all the rest of this stuff to get to the point that I'm going to use barbecue sauce out of a bottle. Like, I'm not going to trust that. Like, okay, okay, well, I listen, to, I taste this. And it's not this enough, so let me mm-hmm. add a little bit of this, and let yeah. me add this, and let me add this, and then you just start getting to the point of like, okay, so I want to start from scratch and make my own sauce, and then put that kind of stuff in, and then you, you, you know, you're, you're, you're your fan base is your friends you know I'm having a barbecue everybody come over and Jeff made the sauce like oh my god Jeff's sauce is amazing and then somebody's like you should sell that and I'm kind of like I don't really have time to do that and it's like oh man you should do it you should do it you know Yeah, I'll give you a couple <laughs> points on yeah. it I'll give you a yeah, couple yeah. points yeah.
10: on that sauce <laughs> that, it, I find it fascinating as yeah. well because I don't know if you noticed that the the Colonel actually DJs now as well did you uh, see about it yeah. <laughs> so talking of chicky and
1: the DJ I'm you know listen I, I saw that and I, and I just said, I don't think there's anything good that's going
2: to come out of the Colonel DJ. <laughs> I almost forgot about that. The KFC DJ that caused waves at festivals. I thought that was a good idea because good press, press is press, isn't it? But good press or bad press, you get me? And and all those months later, I'm still partial to a little Kafka. How about you, Bill? Uh, Big Daddy is the one. You're an undercover expert when it comes to KFC, you know.
3: I mean, I don't, I'm partial to a bit of KFC. I mean, I'm my favorite one, but I don't have it, lot because it's expensive. It's five guys, five guys. It's, it's it's expensive though. Like sixteen, seventeen, eighteen could get up to. 20. What are you ordering? Seventeen quid. Yeah, you get uh bacon. You get a bacon and cheeseburger. Yeah, which is like eight quid. Yeah, then you get some chips. Yeah, which is like five quid. That's that's thirteen quid already. Five quid and a drink. Are you ordering large? Yeah.
2: You know you can order small chips and they put fry bag fries in there anyway. And then also, you can refill your drinks.
3: Yeah, but this was delivery.
2: Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. That is delivery. Oh, you lazy bastard! Right. We also spoke to Jeff about the tech that he has in his kitchen.
1: My whole house is a tech house.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Like I, I'm, I am very much into that, and thank God I'm married a very technical woman like there's times that as tech savvy as I am I'm pushing the remote to my wife and she's like no, nah, you gotta push that and do that and do this and that and, that. and I was just like yeah that's good like, that's, that's, that's why we're together yeah. so you know she's the one you know like I said she's the one that went to the restaurant store and came home with the french fry thing and I'm just like oh my god this is great You know, this is this is a lemon press that if you want to squeeze your lemons, this this is eat And I'm like, oh, my God, like, Mm. you know, so we both are like that, you know, coffee machines that, you know, you can pour fresh ground coffee and you ground the coffee up and put it in and it makes it. You know, that that it's kind of like, it's not, you know, like, okay, I like the Keurig that you can put the pot in, but you know what? When I can go around the world and grab coffee beans Mm. and bring them home and we can try that, oh man, this is great. Oh man, the Colombian coffee is better. What about the Brazilian coffee? You know, and then you have a coffee machine that can actually make it. Like, these are just all of the things that, you know, I know my mom had a coffee percolator pot. And she would have to get cans of coffee. And you realize how difficult that was. And then you fast forward to how this is so much simpler now. Like, I find myself going over my mom's house and it was like, Mom, you need to let me buy you this new coffee machine. And she's <laughs> like, I like my old coffee. And I'm like, you don't understand that it. It, you can do this and this. You know, that it it's, it has transformed and has gotten so much more, you know, deep in the future with tech. But listen, my kitchen is... You know, we got the the grill, the griddle, you know, that, you know, we'll make pancakes and we take the griddle, the grill off the stove and put the griddle and just it's a pancake griddle. So we make pan, we have waffle makers and I got a waffle iron that we whip the waffles up and make that. And, you know, you got this. And so, you know, it's it's, you know, it's the same principle with everything. I like that man. I like. That. I want to see this kitchen. I, I gotta be honest.
2: <laughs> yeah, it sounds yeah, like yeah. the kind of kitchen I, I'd fall in love with. Waffles over here, barbecue sauce yeah, on the chicken. Yeah. I'm drooling. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's
3: <laughs> it's bad.
2: I wanted to go to his house after that. You know, I wanted. Wouldn't you want to eat at Jazzy Jeff's house?
3: Yeah. yeah, yeah. It'd be good. It'd be good. I mean, I found recently we talking to these these celebrities that a lot of people are massive tech fans that you would never have thought. Do you know like, what? Jazzy Jeff goes? Oh yeah, I'm a massive tech fan and I use a lot of it in the kitchen. you be like, whoa. But when you think about it though like tech is 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 becoming
2: even 5 years ago when we started the pod it was way more like tech lover or not tech lover but now it's like because of the and I'm going to put this to like Apple and the iPhone because people have worked out that the the more user friendly you make something the better it is I feel like there's been user friendly devices that are lifestyle devices and they've used technology to make them more so so for example cars something that could be very intimidating to you if you're not a car person can become quite a pleasure to drive and once you know you get in the car and the seat will adjust itself for you the mirrors will adjust itself you might say to you hey Bill you know you you usually go to the gym on a Wednesday at 7pm do you want to go to the gym you know little things like that it makes it makes a car more pleasurable to drive
3: yeah so I mean I've thrown my man Elon in there because I'm quite a big fan of Elon and Tesla and that yeah Electric cars A few people are like Nah, nah I don't want electric car But now Because you jump into a Tesla And you've got like The big iPad style Navigation system And that UI Is super simple to use Exactly And a lot of people are like Oh yeah I might use one now Yeah,
2: exactly No, I agree And and, you know Why not? Why not? Um, So yeah We also spoke to Jeff About his favourite part In the whole place We also spoke to Jeff About his favourite place In the whole wide
3: world And surprisingly It was here in London town
1: Like, whenever I have time off in London, you know, like you said, you know, we, we saw each other down at Western DJ. I yeah, go down Shots to Western DJ because I'm, you know, anytime I get a chance to go into a store and actually touch some stuff because mm. we don't have those stores like that like we used to. There mm. used to be point in time that you can go into 10 different stores and see equipment and records. Yeah, yeah. So to be able to go into a store and look, like, oh, you know, even if I don't need anything, like, what mm. needles? Oh, I man, you got new headphones. Oh, what's this? How does this work? You know, mm. that's where so much of... You know, our musical dialogue used to come from in those in those record stores and in those equipment stores. So, you know, I always have to make my rounds, you know, there, you know, do a little bit of digging um, and just, you know, go see some people, go eat some food. You know, this London is kind of like a second home. You know, I, I think when you when you travel, when you get to a point that you know people in a particular place, and you know how to get around in yeah. that particular place. There's yeah. a level of comfort. Yeah, like it's it's the funny thing is when we're all on tour, we land in Hungary, everybody's in the hotel. I'll call you and go, hey, what you doing, man? I'm sitting there chilling. Hey, what you doing? Yeah. When we land in London. Everybody's gone. Yeah. Yeah. Because <laughs> it's yeah. kind of like, yo, as soon as I'm going to put my bags down and I'm going to go up the street and I'm going to get me something from Suss and i and <laughs> yeah, we'll go to Byronberg, get a burger, and then I'm yeah. going to, you know, jump on the tube and go down to Suss <laughs> and And then it's like, yeah, I'm going to jump in the Uber and go see, you know. Yeah. So you, that's when you kind of know that you have a level of comfort. Um, and that's, that's basically, you know. So the next couple of days doing that, I'm finishing up a project um, back home that I got to touch up on some mixes. So, you know, at some point in time, I go and sit in my room and, and just listen and make sure everything is cool.
2: Yeah, man. He loves he loves the London. He loves the London
3: end, so he chills out here. Um just should we Yeah, go on. Just goes to show how small a world we live in. That you regularly shop in Western DJ, you used to work in West end DJ, <laughs> and um, DJ Jersey Jeff said that Wesson DJ is one of his one of his go to shops when he when he comes into London. Oh yeah,
2: man! Like when he comes to London, like I've been in the shop. I was in the shop when he used to come down, and it was just like because what it was was he used to basically electrical products that you get in America run on a different voltage to here. So if you bring your stuff from America and plug it in here, it blows up. Whereas English stuff you take over to America, it might not work as well because there's not enough electricity flowing through it. Does that make sense? It's like yeah, a whole one twenty two forty thing. So he'd come over here and just say, look, this is what I need for my set. And we'd provide that for him and sort him out all of his hire kit. Because we knew what we were talking about. And we were like, oh, well, it was a DJI, DJM 909 and two CDJs and whatever, blah, blah, blah. He'd like call ahead. We'd sort it all out. And he'd come and just jam, talk to us. And obviously, it's Jazzy Jeff, man. So we were just like, yo. Do you know what I mean? So. Pleasure to have have a legend like that on the show, man. One of the best DJs in the world, if not the best DJ in the world. I'm going to put it out there. And also, somebody who's not afraid to kind of keep it real. Like the, One of the things that really stuck with us was when he had the conversation. We won't play a clip of it. Please listen to the podcast because he puts this in much better words. Is He hates DJs that moan about other DJs using other tech, like sync buttons and stuff. He goes, I don't care. Come in, entertain the crowd like no one else can, and you've done your job. Do you know what I mean? Sick. So sick. Uh, a couple more before we get out of here. With some other great guests. Travis J, who comes from great stock. Comedy stock, but he's really proven himself um, as a great comedian. His his uh, podcast, Undefeated podcast, is had Lennox Lewis on it the other
3: day recently.
2: Did you, did you get him on? Uh, Lennox has come on the pod. Uh, I know there was a
3: bit of like back and forth. said yeah. back and forth. A little, little bit of like a little bit tense, yeah. a little bit sore. Some on, on the social media, yeah.
2: yeah, between AJ and Lennox Lewis, uh, because there was some conversation there, and also Travis has asked Lennox to train him to fight KSI.
3: Oh no I was, I was talking about um, Lennox uh, Talking to The Travis Train And his boxing podcast He he, he responded to something Yeah that they said yeah, on yeah, the podcast. yeah yeah, yeah.
2: yeah and then he, They brought him on the pod Brought him so on the that's pod That's good That's good Yeah, work. Episode, yeah that's really good uh, He popped on the show um, To speak about One of the greatest And also <laughs> Well I'm going to put it like this One of the highlights And some of the lowlights of, of his career And how they've really Helped to shape him Into the great comedian That he is one thing that stands out in your career recently is has been a co-sign from one of the greatest comedians living right now, Dave Chappelle. Quote on, let's find a let's find a clip. Find <laughs> we need to find a clip for this. We need to play this out. My hero, you are
12: my hero. He's amazing. <laughs> my hero,
2: play that one more time. I'm my a hero, he's amazing. He said, my Dave Chappelle man. said, "You are amazing."
12: Bro, How did you get in a room together, first things first? The whole thing was crazy. So he's over here touring, right? Yeah. He's doing a whole lot of dates, massive venues around the place. And he contacted um Kojo. Kojo was opening up for him on, the, on that tour, Shout right? Shout out to Kojo. So he contacted Kojo and said, yo, I want to experience like an underground comedy club. You know what I'm saying? Like, can you put that together? So they, he got the Backyard Comedy Club, East, um, East London. And Kojo just dropped me a message. Now, I'd already seen that the gig is happening, right? Because Kojo sent the broadcast. So he sent the broadcast first and I'm like, yo, boom, I got my tickets. Then he messaged me afterwards. He ain't even really seen my message yet and he's like, yo, I'm putting you on stage for this lineup. I'm like, fam, <laughs> hold on. So what, how's this night going to go? He goes, yeah. So Dave is going to come. He's going to talk to everyone about it. So basically the plan for the night was that like we were just going to have a chat with Dave backstage about our process to stand up. Right. And then Dave might do like 10 minutes on the end. Get there. Dave's hosting. So now I'm like, right I didn't know I was going to have to go on. Essentially, after him at any point, because like him hosting, that means he's gonna do like a couple of minutes in between, bro. Yeah, hilarious. His couple of minutes is to like a standard man. So man's there, and I'm just like, hold on, I'm gonna have to go on after Dave Chappelle. So you can imagine, like, my nerves are fever pitch. Even when I walked into the venue, right, I walked in and I saw him at the front of the door talking to someone. And as I'm walking up to him, I'm thinking to myself, Rahim, I'm about to meet my hero, but I don't wanna, I don't wanna do it like this. So mm-hmm. I just walked straight past him and I went inside. Oh wow! <laughs> yeah, nerves got you. Yeah, yeah no, nah, nah, the nerves nah, got nah, me because yeah, I was that. thinking to myself, right? Like, I don't want to be interrupting you, and the convo is actually important, and like, I mess it up. So I was like, "No, nah, let me just go inside." And my boy was just like, "Yeah, you see, yours, Dave." And I was like, "All right, sweat <laughs> on." I just lied. I just fully <laughs> lied. I was like, "No, nah, this." I was a bit shook. Yeah. So because the thing is with me is like, like you know, they always say you know, meet your heroes and don't ever meet your heroes because yeah. it's you know, underwhelming. But I was just like, you know, what? I want to do it, but I wanted, I wanted to be when I'm doing what I'm doing as well rather than just meet you in the street and get a picture. So, like, we're backstage and, you know, he's just so calm. Like, I was so just, it was just such a dream moment because he's sitting there chatting like he's one of the guys. Like, I was just chatting to him and he's just like, I said, right, like, you know Kanye personally, innit? He was like, yeah, man. I was like, is he as mad as he portrays or is this just all an act? He's like, no, he is like that 24 hours a day. And I was just like, I just got like some direct information about Kanye West. It was, it was just surreal. So then the gig starts like, and then, you know, we're all backstage. Me and Bubbleton, they were just there, nervous as hell, bro, bouncing off each other, just whatever. And Judy Love, i got to shout out Judy Love because she pulled me aside and I was hella nervous. She pulled me aside and she just goes, yo, you got to understand, you you deserve to be here. You you are, you understand, this is not luck. This is, you know what I mean, you're a respected comic over here. And I was like, right, you know, what? I appreciate that. I was like, auntie advice, you know what I mean? Shout out to Judy Love, that's great. Man. Yeah, man. So it's, it's love there. And anyway, gig, gig um, starts now, I'm on stage and I'm having a dream night. Like you know, when you have those days where everything is clicking, connecting, the crowd are loving it. It's like those days where it's like you know, remember you were a little boy you scored like five goals. Oh yeah,
10: oh <laughs> yeah. yeah. You Hell see yeah. what I
12: mean? Come off stage, and Dave Chappelle is is he's, he's coming to the stage, and he grabs me on a man hug thing, leans in my ear, he goes, "Yo, you fucking killed it, bro." What I t- I, I could have cried, I could have cried in that moment because you got to understand. I watched Dave Chappelle as a as a teenager, just as a way to get myself relaxed to play basketball because that was my thing. And like, just the whole journey, 10 years later, I'm on stage with Dave Chappelle, and he's co-signing, man. So afterwards, I go to try and get a little video, just a little Snap thing. And I'm just trying to tell him, yo, bro, you're my hero. And Like in the video, I start, I'm like, you're my hero, bro. And he's like, bro, you're amazing. <laughs> That's a dream night, bro. What was the first
2: thing you said to yourself when you got home and closed the door that night?
12: <sighs> yeah. I, what was I, going on in your head? So I get home, and... I slap on the PS4 (laughs) 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 because it's it's like, yo, I'm sitting there and I'm just, I'm playing. I start the game, but I pause it and I just have to sit there and I'm just like, yo, I just performed with Dave. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It was just unreal to sit there and know I shared the stage with a legend, a worldwide legend. It's not someone that's like a a local legend. This is anywhere I go in the world. Yeah. This carries with me. Do you know what I mean? I I stayed up till like about four o'clock in the morning just watching that video over and over again because the journey starting into stand up me it, it was just too surreal it was perfect and it's people forget now like i think
2: that there's loads of platforms now for comedians to kind of get out there, and, and there's a load more places to consume your comedy so it feels yeah. like there's a lot more comedians than yeah. there are yeah when in fact i feel like there's always been a lot of comedians but it's been a harder game to get into just because the internet's helped you share your message yeah yeah so yeah it must still dawn upon you that you're a part of a very small number of people that have had that experience.
12: Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I think about this often because like, you know, I remember when my boy messaged me, he goes, right, he goes, you know, you just put a target on your back now, right? Oh, yeah, man. <laughs> and I was like, fam, whatever it has to be, it has to be because I'm a, I'm about this stand-up life. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. I and mean, that's not in a, in a cocky way, like I'm the best. I'm saying I'm about this. and I, I live for this. Yeah. The pressure of whatever. All that comes with it, I'm here for it. Yeah. And it's like live entertainment versus like, say, Online entertainment—it's a different arena completely because live just—it's a whole different set of skills. Do you know what I mean? And I got a whole lot of respect for like what people consider social media comedians because to stay on top of what is relevant in social media and always keep connecting—that's a special skill. But live on stage, yo, that's a different world. Mm. Do you know what I mean? You wouldn't inherit skills for both by doing one or the other. Mm. Do you know what I'm saying? So it's like you know, I will just live for it, man.
2: Yeah, it comes across. I mean, you've been doing it for like 10 years now? 10 years, Ten yeah. 10 years in the game. So the amount of experience you've had from, I presume, great gigs, like the ones we just spoke about, and also mm-hmm. like going on there and not killing. Yeah, do you know what I mean, having bad gigs as well. So, it happens. You know, it was, it, you know I, I, I like to ask that question. So like, have you got a, a particularly bad
12: gig that sticks with you as well? Yeah. As a reminder. Bro, this, this night humbled me, and I always refer back to it. So six about six to eight months into my stand up comedy yeah. career, yeah. So I've started. I'm going around doing these little spots here and there. So I mm-hmm. entered a competition at Cotton's Comedy Club. Doesn't even exist anymore. It yeah. was an angel downstairs of a Caribbean restaurant. I was actually one of the last people to go in there before they closed. You remember actually. it, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That was a good Got spot some man. free
2: champagne buckets. <laughs> Sorry. What? Anyway, keep it moving.
12: <laughs> so, um, yeah, so I've entered this competition and I've won the competition. The right. prize is to perform at Camden Centre. Oh wow! Right. So I'm thinking, right, wow, this is the biggest gig I would have done to date. Mm. So get on stage and they introduce me. Boom, boom, boom. Start my set and the first couple jokes they don't they don't connect at all. Like I'm talking Not, silence. Yeah. But I'm a very you know I'm, I'm one of these people That's I'm resilient I'm like yo If this don't work The next one's gonna kill So I'm keeping that energy Joke that jokes after joke That die Full flat I'm like nah The next one I'm gonna get them on side <laughs> You know what I'm saying <laughs> Like I'm still there Fighting strong And the thing is like My last joke in that set Was my big joke So I'm thinking If you not though like this It's cool Cause I got the big guns yeah, here Yeah yeah Get to the last joke And halfway through the joke They start clapping They start clapping So that in my head Immediately I'm thinking Ah Finally got them on side that was clapped to like hurry us hurry this up, bro. Oh. Yeah, like let's let's get this off. Oh. <laughs> so now I'm thinking, hold on a minute, this is all out of rhythm. It's throwing me off completely. Anyway, yeah. I, I still power through and get to the end of the joke. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, that's my time. They let off one massive chair. And I was like, you lot like dickheads for that still.
2: <laughs> you know, nowadays, but a lot of people take out their Instagram and oh, get yeah. that bit and then be like, killed it. Fully <laughs> killed it.
12: smash Look, guys, can't but, wait to come back again. You know what the baddest yeah. was? So the host brings me on, Robbie G, and I'll never forget this year. Yeah. He brings me back on stage and he does this whole long speech about how hard stand up is and you guys don't know. And then he like does this long story about how when he died on stage. So I was like, just to further confirm that I just died on stage, oh, he's wow. now reliving the moment where he died. And he. There's he pulls out the trophy from the competition that I won last week to give to me on stage and in my head <laughs> while I'm taking this trophy I'm thinking right you lot must think who the hell did this brother beat to win this do you know what I mean I was like right that night I, st- I fully I ain't gonna lie I shed some tears yeah <laughs> I shed some tears and then put on your PS
2: whatever it was back yeah, then as a, yeah PS2 play 2K, <laughs> killed it. there you go man that was uh, that was Travis J make sure you check out the Undefeated podcast it's really, really good. Uh, so, it also had t- James Haskell on the show, episode three, three, three. His wife's mum and dad are Richard and Judy, and he popped over there one Christmas. I'll let him tell the story. But yeah, Richard and Judy, my my in-laws. So,
13: so it's it's their uh, wicked people. So he came on. We've um we've had all sorts really.
2: Yeah, Vernon Kay, I think. Yeah, Vernon, Vernon K- Kay presented yeah. one of them. Yeah.
13: Um, but the back catalogue of people coming on is, is 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 fantastic. We've got a new 44 shows coming up, so we're going to do some more bits and pieces. Obviously, the World Cup's coming up. I'm trying to get a few other other uh, people on board. Um, you know, I want to get some other people from different sports. I might just see if I can get David Hay in from, from the boxing world. And stuff. I think that'd be an interesting chat. He's, it, he's, a, he's a good talker, isn't he? He's is a very good talker. So yeah, I'm, he's got a chat. I'm keen to get a few people in.
2: What's Christmas like, though, at Richard and Judy's house, though, if you go over to the Inwards?
13: <laughs> well, that was the first, my very first meeting with them. I got oh. invited over to Boxing Day. That's right? a big deal. That is a massive deal. Yeah. And, and I, not, most people would normally kind of sort of crap their pants and just not go. But I fronted it. I was like, yeah, it'll be fine. It'll be fine. What's the worst going to happen? Rolled in, entire family, her two, her three brothers, all their girlfriends, me, Rich and Judy in there. It was brilliant. Uh, it was all going really swimmingly until they told me that Richard was a bit of a animal in the kitchen. That like when he's cooking and balancing him, you don't want to disturb him. Like, he once told Jamie Oliver to fuck off. Out of the kitchen when it when Jamie oliver came in so i bowled in thought i'd break a bit of ice give him a bit of stick and he just went fuck off and i literally went whoop turned out <laughs> came back to the table and was like head in hands at like this yeah. going chloe was like what's wrong babe and i was like i don't know how to say this chloe but um your dad just told me to fuck <laughs> off and um i just don't think i can i mean it's pretty awkward i don't think we can you know i probably have to go home now because you know when some parents told you to back off you yeah, it's really bad yeah but richard just breezed in as like he said nothing. We were best of friends as everywhere, and tell, apparently tells everyone to fuck off. So it was kind of quite the perfect, the perfect thing. But we bonded ever since. Judy hasn't told me to fuck off, which is good.
2: I mean, she tells you. I to think fuck it's off. <laughs> this is real. I think it's really yeah, good, yeah. especially if she's
13: like a, a you know kind of a best-selling author, academic. I think if that she pulls the pin out on that one, it's bad. Yeah, yeah, it's
2: bad news. But was the food good though?
13: Very good, actually. Very good. Yeah, yeah, good. yeah, it was really good. He makes a, a naughty little gravy, actually. Kind of a homemade. Yeah. I think there's a bit of sherry in there. I think there's a few bits and pieces, and a bit of port. I think it's very yeah, nice. Yeah, that's a, that's a
2: good gravy with yeah, yeah. <laughs> a bit of booze in it, Yeah, mate? there is. <laughs> can you imagine that? Richard from Richard and Judy being like, can you fuck off? <laughs> uh, we also spoke about how hard James works and his drunk punditry. In fact, can I change this, Bill? We also spoke to James Haskell about a bit of a blunder that he had in his punditry career and the reason behind it. So here's a little clip of that. You know, I,
13: I feel like you have to make stuff happen for yourself, hence me setting up the radio show, hence me kind of doing all the social media bits and pieces. And a sing-song? So? Sorry, mate. <laughs> carry on, carry on, carry on, <laughs> on mate. Sorry. Just, just came across a <laughs> you clip. You just fucking stitched just came across, head a head head. across a clip. Having you... <laughs> a sing-song. Oh, it was the
2: best just, clip ever. Just, just you are <laughs> speaking about broadcasts, so yeah, just, yeah, just came it, across um, this clip of you. I mean, I mean as, it, as, a, as a broadcaster, I think, Everybody has their highlight reels. This is definitely one of yours. Yeah. I'd like you to explain what happened Fine. afterwards, but listen carefully to the clarity James brings to this conversation on Sky Sports Rugby.
13: Sing song? Is it everyone into the ice bath? What will they be doing now? I think you'll have a sing song. <laughs> um, it's important to celebrate a victory, whether it was the prettiest thing in the world. I think you've got to get around with each other ready to regrow next week. Oh. Um, I mean the- hey. Do you know what? Right, Everybody laughs at that. I genuinely, genuinely thought at the time I was having a stroke. <laughs> honestly, <laughs> honestly, fuck, really? honestly, honestly, because what happened was is that somebody in the, in the, the truck had put a delay on my headphones oh. right? and there's an app that you can get uh, on your iPhone. And uh, Chris Moyles does it on his radio show where if you put your voice on a certain time lag delay and your headphones and you can hear it, your brain can't function and you're unable to speak. Yeah. And. The guy had done that to me, so I could hear myself in my headphones. And when I started to talk, it felt like I was slipping to one side, or standing up, I was like, oh, my God, I'm, this can't be what I sound like. Because in my mind, I was thinking clearly, I was like, right, have a sing-song, even if it's not the prettiest game together, you want to regroup, make sure you celebrate the little victories, you know, and go again. But it came out absolute bollocks, right? <laughs> and, but but as I was talking, I could hear it and I thought, oh, I've, heard, I've heard talk back before, you know, maybe it's fine. And then I looked at Will Greenwood. He was fine. I went off and mowed the lawn. And then everyone went, like, laughed at me. And I was like, what for? And they went, did, did you not hear yourself? I went, oh, that's not how I sounded. And they were like, yes, it yeah. was. And then my phone just went, <laughs> blew yeah. up. And everyone's like, and obviously you got all the football fans going, mate, you're such a fucking mug drinking. Don't drink, you fucking idiot. Like, everyone's going completely <laughs> mad. Like, shouldn't be pissed. Oh, you know, too much hospitality. I was like, I haven't had one drink. Was that fully sober then? Really? hundred I was like, I'm now 100% sober. Yeah. I promise you... I thought you were uh, going to level with me and be like, yeah... No, you know, I tell you, I not give a shit, it, I'm yeah, retired. I'd yeah. honestly be like, no, no, but, mate, I'd have to have been on a load of narcotics and a load of drinks to, to be able to do that. That's like, that's the kind of shit you see um, that Kerry Katona going on, like, Good Morning Britain on, mm. or, like, Britney Spears smashing a load of, like... <laughs> Vicodin and sleepers, and yeah. you know, after twenty-four hour flight, yeah. Hey, I don't, you know,
2: I don't even. When I'm drunk, normally I don't change. I mean, what was great about that though is that it you're. It's your straight face. Is that you look like? it Was it the far show? There was yeah. the guy that was like, and I was very, yeah, very, very, very Yeah, drunk. yeah.
13: <laughs> Me, the third Duke of Winborn, in the girls' changing room. My age, my reputation. I was very, very, very drunk. That's exactly where it is like that. Sing song. The whole thing was made of marzipan. That's exactly what. Was that? Yeah, that's essentially what I felt like. But I was h- legit 100 percent sober. Yeah.
2: So I guess somebody got in a little bit of trouble then for that delay, then, right? Uh, well, no, no one took, took
6: the accountability.
13: <laughs> to I just weathered it. I weathered it. I had to, so much so I had to go on soccer am to deal with it because all the football fans were like getting into me still, you know. But they they call, things like football fans. They just call you the cunt every five minutes. Do you know what I mean? So you you know you're like you you know like, oh god calm down. Um, so I had to deal with that. But it's just basically public shaming and everyone now brings it up, brings it up. So thanks, lads. For no, doing no it. problem. But it's fine. But It'd it's fine. be rude not to it's perpetuating that kind of full you know, just that bit of myth. Is yeah. he going to get loose? Is he not going to get loose? Yeah. Is he crazy? Can he speak? Can he not speak? But hopefully it hasn't affected my my bookings.
2: I think it will make your bookings go off. I think there are people tuning in just to see, right, has he, has he got this? Has he <laughs> a actually, yeah, I've, <laughs> actually
13: done, I've actually subsequently done Sky a few times yeah. since. Thank God I got back on the horse. Because yeah. I think if I hadn't, if work had dried up after that, and that was my last moment in the sun. Yeah. Could have been real bad.
2: Yeah, it would have been man. Um, but yeah, <laughs> just, <laughs> just a, look, we'll put a link to the clip yeah, in the show description. Do. It's a tweet that went out as a geezer. who just had had his like scale. It was my mate. It. Was it your it was mate? mate it was my
13: guy called Dan Robson who plays oh. for me, and he was he, he prime ready to stitch me.
2: Who needs enemies, right? I know. Who needs enemies when you have mates like that? So that was it. James Haskell, drunk punditry, and those were just some of the highlights from how to kill an hour over the year two thousand
3: and nineteen. I think we're gonna have a really good year this year, Bill. What do you reckon? Definitely. We've got some, got some good ones lined up, hopefully. Got
2: some good ones in the can already as well, man. Yeah, there's,
3: there's some good ones to come out and uh, be, be interesting to see what, what, what we uh, can talk about in the coming, coming 12 months. Should we stop asking the shit question now? I think we should. Talk, I don't know. It might become the thing it might come the thing oh I've listened to the podcast are you going to ask me the question I don't know if I want to be known for the shit like you're the shit guy that asked the shit question
2: hey it's the shit guys hey it's the shitty guys hey shitty guy. hey guys the shit guys man poop
3: emoji I don't know if I want to be that guy I've got some good answers alright fair enough All right, maybe we'll, I don't know maybe you should can it I don't know can it uh, we'll see put it in the, can it oh, good one
2: Ba-dum-tosh. that was a shit joke that <laughs> 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 All right, well, this has been How To Kill an Hour. i uh, will be Marcus Bronzi. And I've been Producer Bill. This has been our Best of the Year episode. We hope you have a wonderful 2020. And yeah, we look forward to being in your ears real soon. <sighs> Plenty of ways to kill some time out there. Thank you for killing some time with us.
0: Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods,